Oh yeah, it's time once again for the podcast you know and love. All that is all that is with DJ Wick and the crew. Here they are, ready to talk about everything from political-ish, movie-ish, sport-ish, and even just plain crazy-ish. Ish. Enjoy all that-ish. Ah, indeed, indeed, indeed. Ah, another fabulous show. We're giving it to you good. Not as good as Puff. <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> We're gonna, Dang. <laughs> we're gonna talk about that in just a second. Oh my gosh. Good that show. That one was brewing. That one was brewing, wasn't uh, it? Yeah, I, I had to do it to him. <laughs> Speaking of having to do stuff to folks, I gotta do this, you know. Indeed, indeed, indeed it is. Uh we got the one Cat. Cat. all up in the studio. What up, what up, what it do, what it do. Thank you, thank you, appreciate it. They love appreciate you, they love you. Also, we got the uh, the mad biker, cyclist extraordinaire. <laughs> King Dino. Salutations, quick to leave a brother. <laughs> Man, it's out there hurting this morning. But anyway, also, Last but certainly not least, and hopefully we won't. It won't be the last person that jumps in uh, to the show today. But Doctor Brooks, aka, AKA Macaroni, Macaroni Tony. Hey, what's up, Idaho? I see you. You ain't all racist. There's some good folks in Twin Falls. My last boy, Idaho in the house, baby. Oh, <laughs> man. He getting around like Tupac. Man. I get around. <laughs> Doing things, man. Uh, how y'all gentlemen doing? <sighs> Good, well, man. I'm calling from my car parked out front of an urgent care because your nephew now fucked around and got a lung infection or asthmatic symptoms and stuff. So, mono, what'd you say? Yeah, he got mono. Mono, he been, who he been probably. kissing? You know what? That's the right kissing now. disease, oh, right? Gotta there. go. <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> All right, man. Yo, he gonna duck in. You know what? That's, what happens. That's what happens. Kids start listening to high five. They getting it. They they getting it. Their parents' music. They getting they start started younger to, and they, younger. They start listening to the kissing game. They start listening to the kissing game. And like, ooh, that's a good idea. That was that's the jam, though, man. That is the jam. Mm. But you get mononucleosis. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you get from that song. Have at it. Like, it, it ain't that bad. Uh let's go ahead and uh let's get into this right here. We're gonna get into this. Got five minutes to get right Take a topic. You got five minutes to talk about it. Oh. Alright. Quickies for this show. One of the things uh that was brought up in the group was um <laughs> some Beige- <laughs> Beijing. Now I don't know if uh, y'all are familiar with it, but in the uh but in the industry, let me just in the industry. You know, folks use it to uh, to color 
coloring their grays and stuff like that. But evidently, there are some uh, some issues with it. If you if you choose to go that route, uh, a lot of people not only do they put it in their beard, they might try to use it, you know, to cover up bald spots. I don't know why you would do that, but some people do. Um, I think it works better with you trying to, you know, take care of some grays and this, that, and the third. But it is uh, a hair dye. It's a, a it's a hair dye. So paint, son. There are some side effects to, to this Beijing that people are are quick to use. Um, it's been touted as having no ammonia and metallic ingredients or hydrogen peroxide and this, that, and the third. Right, but even even then, it's uh, it, it can be problematic. There could be a chemical reaction, right? So you filling in a little ball spot, you know? <laughs> what? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I just um, okay. Yeah, hey, and here you. I am. Hey, here I am looking at the screen. I got this big shiny spot. That shit, that I shit mean, is shiny, son. Hey, you know what hey, we should I'm do? Good with it. You know what? We're going to get you a unit just to see what it'll look like for Halloween. Nah, son. We're going to get nah. it. Nah. Nah, 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 nah. nah. Hey, hey, that's like when Shaq. Get him a unit. Hey, that's like when Shaq when Shaq does it and then he gets it cut into like a fade. Looking extra stupid. You know what? That's we're gonna, not, we're, nah. We're going to get you a unit. Get him the kid and play flat top. Oh, yo, we should. Like, do that. <laughs> You oh, should my not. Gosh. Somebody just stepped in the room. My name is Clarence. That's my, that's my daddy name. Daddy name too. Oh man, CB has entered the room, y'all. Um, so, so itching, swelling, hair loss, pain. Get this: black eyes, chemical burns, <laughs> and you could even get difficulty breathing. All this from Beijing. This from hair dye? From some Beijing hair dye. All of that is possible. Hey. Yeah, that's possible. Hey, man, look, first of all, y'all saw what it did to Rudy Giuliani. Bruh, right? a.k.a. Drippy White. Come on, man. Messed, messed up his career. It can mess your career up, too. <laughs> Drippy White, yo. He has never been, he's not been the same since, my dude. He's, his whole career. He ain't had no shit. Beijing. That was a little rock. <laughs> Bruh, I don't know what he had, but guess what? That heat was beating that ass. That's all I know. That, that heat, boy, come on now. He had him dripping. He was leaking. Hey, he looked like Count Chocula. <laughs> he looked like Count Chocula. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh. Uh, that's funny. Oh, man. This man bringing up all kind of stuff with the quickies, and then he ain't even here. Talking about uh, talking about cat. Um, so uh, drippy white. <laughs> you know you like that joint. That's funny. <laughs> I, I I cannot deny, sir. Uh, another thing. This super expensive watch. We were talking about it in the. Uh, it's a Russian roulette watch. That is made by uh, Jacob and Company. It retails for two hundred and eighty thousand dollars. God damn! Why? And here's the, here's the kicker. Not only does it apparently keep time very well, but you can play 
<laughs> roulette on the junk and it's functioning like it's, it it'll spin the junk and then the, the little the little white ball will land bet on black you better bet on black which uh, i always bet on black when i play roulette no doubt that you supposed yeah. to yeah you supposed to but so it looks like I won't be purchasing one of those watches. Hey, you know <laughs> what though? Too expensive. I'll get the replica though. That junk right there. Come on, man. Shout out to the replica game. Hey, just call it Cleveland. <laughs> hey, you gonna get the replica? The replica gonna be shooting craps in the alleyway. <laughs> Yo. The World Series of Dice. They got the Ooh. World Series of Click Clack replica. Where you got Ashy Larry? Oh my gosh. All right, I think that's going to do it for quickies. All right, cool. Quickies is done. And you know what? Last time, last time we did quickies, I forgot to play the outro music for it. And I love the outro music for quickies. That's going to be hidden quick. Fast in a hurry, and now get back you to just you. like you just like quickies, you freak. Hey, oh, yeah. not only do we like that's, quickies, that's but true. he likes it, but he likes it <laughs> like Michael McDonald when he's doing. Hey, you ever be with your lady, <laughs> and you walk in through like a like the mall parking lot, and you be like, "Look, just jump in the back of this Pathfinder real quick. We gonna have a quickie right quick in some stranger's car." You ever do that? I think that's no. just you. I just no, yeah. I haven't. Done it either then. You haven't done it lately? What was that? I didn't hear you. I, I haven't done it. I was just asking. You know what? <laughs> and to that, I say. We, the white delegation, are very proud to announce our pick this year. This year. This year. Yo! Dr. Brooks, a.k.a. <laughs> That's called getting some strange. When you've been with your significant other forever, when you still want to get some strange, you hop in the back of somebody's Pathfinder at the mall if they leave the door unlocked. Yo, that's ridiculous, man. Like, who? And you have a quickie. Hello. Holla at you, boy. Bruh, a, a quickie. Like, see, what what happened to the days where somebody be like, look, I'm going to go home for lunch, you know, so I can get a quick quickie. You know? That's a that's A, a nooner. nooner. A no- that's a nooner. That's get a you. nooner. No, no, son. That is a sports lunch. <laughs> oh my god. Ask we need to put a poll. Ask the people what you call it when you go home between eleven and one. That is and a no. That is quick. a noon that is that is called a nooner, but it is it is what? What are you calling a nooner? You're not calling sex a nooner. You're calling now, call that particular quickie. A it's a quickie. That's what it no, is. No, what if I go home and I do it for forty five minutes on the lunch because I live close to my job? Then that's not lunch, bruh. That's an appointment. That's dinner. No, I, <laughs> I had an appointment. That's lunchbox. That is the lunchbox special. <laughs> exactly. I got an appointment, and I'm gonna grab some lunch. You know, and and you know as well. Okay, hold on, hold on. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Since you want to talk shit, let's do it. What is the time limit for a quickie? You know what? Let us like let, one no, no. is a minute man, and that's a fail. If you're a minute man, you failed. That's not What's a quickie. What's the time range for a quickie? Seven minutes, bro. What? Seven I minutes. didn't realize you was going to answer. Seven minutes. Show. 83 pumps. Count them out. Hey, quick to answer that, I'm, I'm telling you what it is. You know what? Let's defer this to to uh, to uh somebody who, next... who may know. Who may know. CB, holla, holla at us. 
Six you know, minutes, Dougie Fresher on. There it is. <laughs> Six minutes. Well, there it is. God has spoken. The God has spoken. Six minutes. Six, Six minutes. Hey, they, they, they don't call it classic hip hop for nothing. <laughs> Look, Hold on, is, but okay. But I, I need never, to dissect. I will never hear the show the same again. Is it? <laughs> I will never. Is it hear. six minutes from insertion to completion, or six minutes from yeah, the time come you? On, man. Caress her face like, look here, look me in the look, oh, hell, knocking, they, They're knocking on, they're knocking on Dougie Fresh door, talking about six minutes. I would never hear that song and feel the way I used to. <laughs> Clarence Brown, you have fucked that song up for me, bro. <laughs> hey, y'all just didn't know how to interpret it. Clearly, I've been wrong all these years. <laughs> it takes me six minutes to pull my dick out. Mm. I, I, too too well, much information, bro. Too much information. Yeah. Look, look, hey, he's like, he's like Curtis. <laughs> hey, he's like Curtis, that bastard frog on Black Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he can take him six minutes because his hand is like this. Arthritis. No, because <laughs> I got a. <laughs> it takes me six minutes because I got to pour my yak. You know what I mean? Oh god! <laughs> and they're taking nitric oxide pills, trying to trying to get rid of the pain. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Six minutes to pour this glass. Gotta, in, gotta and, increase and, blood flow and, and and play some Isley Brothers. Uh, speaking of, they yak, do call man. me Macaroni Tony. Oh man, let's get into. We got to get into this stuff, man. Uh oh, gosh, man. Leading, leading the way. Leading the way. Let me just, you know what? Let me just play this, and uh, we, we, we'll go ahead and talk about it. Hold on. We're going to play this. Over the past century, your family, including you, have been prosecuting people here in this courtroom, and many have received the death penalty, probably for lesser conduct. I'm innocent. I would never, under any circumstances, hurt my wife, Maggie. And I would never, under any circumstances, hurt my son, Paul Paul. Well, and it might not have been you. It might have been uh, the monster you become. And I know you have to see Paul and Maggie during the night times when you're attempting to go to sleep. The judge in the Alex Murdoch trial handing down two consecutive life sentences without the possibility of parole for the convicted killer. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. You know, you know what? Theory. I got a theory. Oh, shucks. Go on. Look, man, if, if y'all have been keeping up with that and, and go and check out um, the Netflix and the HBO uh, specials on, on that, you know, that's right here at home. You know where we live. I mean, that's what forty-five minutes north of us. Yeah. And and I'll tell you, man. I mean, you guys, you all lived in the south. You all been here before, Nick. I know you you out west, but you've lived in the south, and you know how it is when somebody's got sway because they're a lawyer or you know they hold some type of status in the community. Look, just a theory. I could be wrong, but look, his son, the the one who. And I don't want to. I don't want to give up the goods if anybody plans on watching these things. But he's got a son who has a history of violence, and let's leave that there. 
And and you know what? The thing is, is all the older, like like his dad, Buster, um, Big Buster, I guess, you know, they, they're good for making sure they cover up stuff because they're lawyers. They hold a lot of power in their community. I'm thinking that he's probably, you know, covering up for his son. He don't want to say nothing, you know, and because and, 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 and he's like, well, I didn't, like, bro, look, your son has this history of violence. I can't see somebody killing their husband and wife. Maybe I'm wrong. But I, I think that he's covering up something for his kid, man. That's a possibility. I mean, I get, I maybe, maybe, but why not? Why not say that? Because I thought about this. <clears throat> he headed somewhere. Wife called and was like, "This boy around here wilding out." So he does, you know, he flipping dip. He come on through, and he sees wife get done up, and then he you know, handles the, the son. But why not just say that? Yeah. No, like I said, man, look, I mean, his, his pop's been covering, covering his behind, covering his kid behind. Like his, his son um, was in that boating accident where he was driving, he was oh, drunk boy, yeah. and that girl died. Yep. You know, they, they had, I mean, the, the dad, who's a lawyer, immediately gets involved with the police talking about don't ask these questions, starts talking you know, to the people who they're going to question, you know, the other other kids who are out there with them, telling them, you know, just just directing them what to say, total manipulation. Mm-hmm. You know, this is this is a family of cover ups, man. This is a family of wrongdoing and cover ups, and they've been allowed. They've got power. I mean, it's like they like the Dukes of Hazard, and he's Boss Hog. You know, he can he he's got power, and and so hey, we're gonna we're gonna cover this up, man. Don't ask these questions trying to get this other kid to act like he even was the one who was driving, yeah, you know, that yeah. boat. I mean, it's just, I mean, that, like I said, I don't want to get too much away, man. Y'all go check that out. But uh, it's a great, it's a great piece, good documentary, but it gives you a little insight to what's going on. So now we're looking, you know, current day at this trial, you know, and, and uh, you know, he's saying there talking about, you know, con- proclaiming his innocence. Okay, man, either you did it or you're covering up for your son. Yeah. I'm on the West Coast, and I have not heard barely nothing about that story. Right, they in Walterboro, bro. They, hey, they, they right yeah, in Walterboro. The case was right there in Walterboro. Yeah, but you know what? It's been, it's been all on CNN and everything else. It's national it's everywhere. news. It's man. on the world. It's, it's global yeah. news. I don't even watch right CNN no more. I don't trust no news outlet at this point. C- let, me, hey. let me tell you, man. CB, what say you? I watch both the specials. Yeah, the, family is, the family's corrupt. Yep. They're corrupt. Uh when when I was I listened to him uh, testify, I thought he was he thought he was so good of a lawyer that he could take the stand and act in his benefit. It didn't work out. Yeah, it didn't work out. Um all it did was uh his 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 uh his position was I am a liar, I am cheating people, I have cheated people, but that doesn't segue into murder. But for the amount of money that he cheated people out of, um, murder can be uh, truly attained. <laughs> you talking about millions? Yeah, yeah. So, and taking into consideration, there has been a the grandfather, great great grandfather, Randolph Murdoch, sat as the district attorney or the solicitor for the 14th district, which contains mm-hmm. seven counties since 1920. I can only imagine the number of 
Huh? Yeah, yeah. I can only imagine the number of counties, I mean, the, the number of people of color that they have sent to their deaths Thanks. or uh, been in prison for life because they wanted to pin something on them. Mm. Yeah. So I want to see what happens to the other son with the murder of the other young man in 2015. Oh, yeah. Okay, because that's still pending. And there's still one Murdoch brother out there. Really? You know? Yeah, there's another Murdoch. Oh, gosh. Uh, he, who you knows know, what he done did? Yeah, so it's a family who's, thank you very much. It's a family whose secrets are coming to, you know, chickens have come to roost. And um, that county is corrupt. They are corrupt. Now, I will only say this. That boating accident, which they go into detail about in oh, the, the uh, special, yeah, in uh, in both the specials. Oh, do they? So, yeah, both the specials. What once uh, one they get the actual uh, people that were on the boat to actually uh, tell you know their stories. Yeah, that was. And Netflix. the other one that's yeah, and then the other one with uh, Apple TV. It's on. It uh, it actually does it from a news gathering standpoint. And this is what I was thinking. The young man who Alex Murdoch tried to accuse of driving the boat. So um, he was hanging out with the, with his son, Paul Murdoch. All right. So that night just went bad. Yeah. But think of it like this. He would still be hanging out with Paul Murdoch, doing all of the Paul Murdoch stuff had that night went, not went bad. You know, yeah. He, so he was duplicitous. It's just this time he went bad. Okay, hold on. Can you give me a quick synopsis? Because I have not been keeping up with this story. What happened? Was it like a powerful family where they trying mm. to pin it on somebody black? What like what's good? I don't. No. I'm, I, I haven't followed none, it. None black came up. Uh, Alex Murdoch was accused of killing his wife and his son. Okay, Alex Murdoch is a part of. A, uh, a family in which the great-great-grandfather has set as, or Murdoch has set as the solicitor for the 14th district in um, South Carolina, which contains seven counties since 1920. Okay, one was like 40 years and the other was like another 40 years. Murdoch, Randolph Murdoch, uh, senior to Matt Randolph Murdoch, uh, junior, and the Murdochs are very strong. They yeah. had a law practice and they were litigators and they've got millions for their clients. Uh, also, what's gonna happen is they had a uh, they had a housekeeper that yeah. died mysteriously. Oh, yeah, Miss Gloria. Pushed down the stairs. Yeah, died mysteriously on the property. Mm. Uh, Alex Murdoch sued his insurance company or something and got, I think it was like $6 million for mm -hmm. the sons of the housekeeper, which he embezzled. And the kids never saw anything. Come to find out, he actually got $6 million and used a, uh, a vice president of the bank in the area to do so. Wow. So they, Alex Murdoch was just doing what he wanted to do. The way he okay. wanted to do it. 
Yeah. yeah. And Paul Murdoch, the youngest of his son, was actually the terror of the town. Yeah, man. You know. So it's just a very it's just the history of the South. And what and what uh dynasty uh business families or dynasties of business families get to do. And time ran out. But there's still the oldest son, Buster, who he's gonna catch a charge for for the uh murder of the young man in 2015. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um there's still the money that another lawyer is seeking for the the children of the of the servant or the house housekeeper yeah. that was killed mysteriously. So murder wasn't a big thing for them. You know, it's just the crafty art of how they were so intent in covering everything any Murdoch did. And, and I, I have no idea how they haven't been charged. Obstru- well, well, obstruction. You, I mean, you know exactly. Yeah, they run it. Well, 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 yeah. If you yeah. have, if you have the district attorney as a family member in your pocket, you can have an idea of how this gets well pushed to the side. Yeah, and they have people, yeah. and they have people on their payroll. Okay, they had they had uh, sled officers on their payroll. They had everybody on their payroll. Okay, um, the, the, and I all this information I'm getting, uh, I read on a, on uh, Wikipedia. I've also read it online and i watched both of the uh both of the docuseries i'm sorry i just got my eyes my drops put in my eyes with stings in but i have both of uh uh i read both uh saw both the specials yeah so and, yeah. and there, there's a movie coming you know hollywood's gonna they got make to. this a movie yeah yeah you know i just think the thing that was most damning was him taking the stand and saying, For hey, yeah, I'm a liar, and I have embezzled millions of dollars, but that doesn't make you a murderer. Man. I don't know why they people, did that move. People kill for No, that was him. No, he, he, he did that because he did that because his family, family are untouchable. Yeah. Well, he's they, a lawyer. Untouchable. He's smarter. He's a lawyer, and in his mind, he's smarter than everybody else. Yeah. It sounds okay, like so. a southern racist OJ situation. It's uh, it, it's it is very intriguing. <laughs> Put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> Without, because we, because Nick, you live out there in, in in Washington, you know, you say what you want to. I, I might get pulled over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's true. That is very true. interesting. <laughs> you know, They're hunting down we, CB right I, now. I, I, I got checkers credentials. Yeah, I got to drive through Where's Collins papers? County to get to to Augusta to take care of some affairs. So I ain't trying to be part of it. You pulled me over. I'm just, is your name Murdoch? Do you have anything going on with the Murdoch? Am I being so? You don't even want to let them know you live near them. Yeah, yeah. You am I? Am I the one that want, is going to get the okie doke today? I, I I'd rather not get the okie. I'm a veteran. I got kids. <laughs> you're just, yeah, you're you know. putting it everything hey, out I tell, there. You know I tell you what, though. I, I tell you what, though. First of all, damn, shout out to that judge, dude. He wasn't pulling no punches. Oh, you know oh, what? I he know was doing a little that. too much, man. Hey, I know they hated that. They, if that that was a thing, that he must have hated. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, he didn't because have control he, of that dude. Yeah, when he said, uh, when he told him, you know, it was the monster that you become. 
I was like, yeah. oh, a brother want to say to him, you know, you are the artist formerly known as Alex Murdoch. What about that guy he got rid of? Um, it was his attorney that was putting out, like he retweeted something. So he dismissed him. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I, I didn't read anything about. Yeah, that. man, he dismissed. He he dismissed somebody in, on that that on his uh, team of attorneys because he hey. he was retweeting some stuff. Hey, like, did, 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 <laughs> hey, when? Hold on. When did these murders happen? though? Oh, this is 2021. Yeah, 2021, 22. So yeah. a year, about a year, a year and a half ago. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But what did he do? He he. He he dissed the dismissed the Nahi Jock and Jay. Is that is that what I heard? <laughs> no, that uh, uh, y'all get that too. <laughs> <laughs> it's tricky, <laughs> tricky to rock and ride. <laughs> rock and ride, that's right on time. It's oh, tricky. God. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. <laughs> so he kissed it and dismissed the Nashi Jock and Jay. And Jay. Yeah, he, he dismissed the mice. Yeah, hey, so, he wasn't he wasn't playing games, man. But you write about that when he when he told him, you know, basically he just told him you know, straight up, well, maybe you didn't do it, but you you was there, you know, basically yeah. in a nutshell. He's like, maybe it was you out somebody else that looked this. That was you. And <laughs> the lie he looked just like lie, you. <laughs> the lie that actually got him. The lie that actually got him was he said he was nowhere around. And they mm-hmm. found the video, yeah. his son's video from his phone with his that voice found out it. he was there. <laughs> yeah, he was there. So, yeah, Dude, so, not only... But, go ahead. Well, not only that, but, like, when it was talking about, like, the, like, 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 weapons possibly involved, yeah. you know, and, and then they turn around and they decide, they go, remove weapons from the home and go hunting. Mm. I mean, I, you know, come on, man, you're a lawyer. You you should know. Don't don't touch anything. And he they, like I said, man. Look, he thought he was so invincible. That judge, I think, went out of his way to make sure he knew that he wasn't untouchable. Well, he, somebody gonna touch him. I it sounds like a situation <laughs> where it sounds like whatever <laughs> happened, he must have been green lit. You know what I mean? Like somebody hey. green lit to take him out. Hey, you know he, what I mean? He's he gonna get touched with his commissary and all kind of stuff. Hey, hey, because you know you go to jail and you're you're committed of a crime against a woman or a child, man. They they're gonna make an example out of him, man. Not only that, oh. but it might be some folks that he put somewhere. I mean, oh yeah, that's just an oh, ugly yeah. look. Oh, I man. pray, I man, look, let that happen. Mm. <laughs> yeah, man, it's just it's just ugly, man. You saw, I mean, did you see his face when they convicted him? He's a little stressed. Every 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 bit of that cockiness was just gone. It was well, well. Well, what you got to know. know is, you got to know the appeals are already pre-filed. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, so th- this ain't over. Yeah. You know, it's just like Dylan Roof. His appeals are, you know, still working themselves out. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's just a process. You know. So, uh, hey man, it, it's just uh, the time has come. Yeah. You know, we, yeah. we, we're not gonna fall for the banana in the tailpipe no more. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not gonna fall for the banana tailpipe joke. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Classic. Oh God. You know, we're not gonna fall for the banana tailpipe. The baby's over. Oh man. All right. Uh, this next thing, we're gonna uh continue on the topic. Uh, 
a former bodyguard was recently on a, I guess, a podcast, and he was sharing an incident uh, of a celebrity. He happened to be. Man, he Charleston. Uh, he Charleston Whited that dude. Bruh, <laughs> this is crazy. I'm gonna just go ahead and play it because it's just, and then we'll unpack this thing. And uh, the dude said, "Yo, I'm here for my cousin." I said, "Who your cousin?" He said, uh, "Ja Rule." Burn well, up. busy right now. He said, oh, he busy doing what? I said, he with pups. They're in the room. They busy. They don't want to be bothered. He said, well, I'm going in there. I said, bro, you ain't going in there because he told me they don't want nobody to be bothering them. He was like, yo, I don't care, man. I'm going in there. Mm-hmm. That, that boot like that. I said, yo, bro, Jesus Christ got to come down here and take the air out of my body before you get in that room right there. Watch, watch. He tried to bum rush me. I grabbed him and threw him against the piano. When I threw him into the piano, Puff and Ja Rule runs out the room. Puff got his towel, Ja grabbing his towel, but they butt the naked. And so then, uh, yes, I, I use nigga. I put the H on it to emphasize it's nigga. Yo, I. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Yo. I was yeah when I heard that I was just like really now if you think about it this is not the first time there have been yeah. allegations against Mr. Diddy when it comes to this that and the third it's not the first time quite interesting hey. but this is the first time with Ja Rule <laughs> murder. Hey, I'm not, a, right, ja, I'm not a Ja Rule fan at all, at all. But at the same time, if he, if he was being pressured, you know, to do things with with Mr. Diddy, I think he uh, we need to. We need, <laughs> I can't even say what I'm about. Doctor Brooks is making a face. <laughs> yeah, he is making a face. Yeah, that is just like I can't even get my statement out. He like, what are you about to say? Whatever it is, it's trash. I, I, I tell you what, man. Look, in, in a in a way, I I hear that, and it's kind of like, look, you know, you think about you think about like what Terry Crews was, you know, mm. kind of went through and what he talked about. Yep, you know. Um, these guys and in, in, in how they, you know, they can change your life, or they can ruin your life, you know, and, and, and of course that don't justify anything, but, you know, you hear this and, and look, Diddy's been on top of the world for a, a long time, True. a long time, yeah. even he look, look, my man is out. He, he's not like he's, been on top he's of making hits nowadays. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 But look, it's not like he's making hits or anything, but, but let me tell you that, that dude is, 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 is he owns, he owns things, you know, I, I'm just not shocked. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not shocked. You know, it's just you know, it, it seems to be more and more commonplace nowadays in, in those circles. You know, these these guys that you know people look at and 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 think. Remember, everything that they display, everything they display is for a reason to communicate something that they want people to purchase. Mm. Right? Not knowing, we don't know who none of these people really are. 
None of them. None of them. You know, this is this is for, this is what I'm trying to sell you. Uh oh, Dr. But that, Brooks. The whole the Diddy boat sailed long time ago. There's he got a he got a he got enough stories. The Diddy. <laughs> oh gosh. The Diddy so, so boat sailed a long time ago. It's new with job, but I mean, <laughs> at this point, when but it comes to these shocked. Hollywood dudes, that's just another notch in his belt. Yeah, but you're not. But you, but there's no shocking. Look, when I saw that, I was just kind of like, oh well. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, you know, you know what kind of gets me. Okay, so I I am not familiar with this story, but I'm listening to this guy who's so adamant about keeping someone out because. These two individuals said no one is to come in there. Mm-hmm. All right, so now he's his bodyguard. He's making sure that no one breaches the room. Yeah. All right. So for some for some reason, this guy's dedicated to his job of them having privacy. Yep. Okay. Now they come out of the room, and they're dressed in. You know, I don't know what you know. I don't know what two men do on with <laughs> towels on in the room, but that's how they dress. Okay, but nobody just like that. To, yeah, but now he wants to tell the story. So if you're really about your business, why are you even telling that story? Yeah, if you about the discretion in your in your yeah. duties. But it, it sounded okay. That sounded like Gene Deal. Is that who it was? Exactly Gene? who it was. Okay, Gene Deal. He fell out with Diddy a hot minute ago, and he got hella videos on social media. Where he's basically sharing elements of the relationship. You know, his his life as a bodyguard for Puffy. That's what we'll just call it what it is. As a bodyguard for Puffy and Bad Boy and whatever. And I think Puffy's pissed off a lot of people. So where they not they don't have a problem not keeping the secrets no more. So that's why Puffy got a hell of stories like this out where people are just talking about well, Puffy did this, Puffy did this, Puffy did this. I wouldn't doubt it at all. I mean, he did let Biggie say he would suck somebody's daddy's dick, but that's not a whole. That's a whole nother story. Hey, that's, but, a hot, that's hey, that's a hot bar. When I met you, when I met you, all I said was a trick. You look so good at sucking your daddy's dick. You be like, God um, damn, I ain't met him that fine. But what? Mm-hmm. God damn, mm-hmm. I never met somebody so disagree. fine Shit. that I thought to myself. Disagree. I should give hey. fellatio to her father. Hell to the nah. <laughs> hey, no, hey. but <laughs> yeah, in all I'm seriousness, with you, though, I'm you, Doc. Uh, hey, Puffy got a like. Puffy got a lot of people that spill the beans on a lot of stuff, and you never know the accuracy. But you know what's that saying? Where there's smoke, there's fire. He got a lot of stories, but at the, at the end of the day, it's a lot of smoke. It's a lot of. I'm at the I'm at the point where like, okay, Puffy doing gay shit. What's new? Well, he, he has been known as the bisexual rap uh, music mogul. Because uh, you got to remember, he um, there had there was an accusation of him having sex with underage boys. Accusation, so allegedly, he also faced. Ooh, I haven't heard that one. Yo, yeah, he also <laughs> he also faced uh, a lawsuit with his former nanny, him. Trey songs. They were involved in some twenty million dollars sexual assault lawsuit. Uh, he was accused of sexual harassment. I mean, this thing like goes on and on. So, so he, so he is, he is sexual chocolate for, for all intents purposes. I guess. Then there's the whole thing with uh, Orlando Brown, but we know he a little out there. 
but Orlando Brown was saying that some stuff popped off. Puppy, t- puppy touches pee-pee. He's sucked it, he, he sucked it off or something. He, he, he touched Kenny Wangler's. Take that, take that. Take that, take that. Matches. Can't stop, won't stop. Hey, hey, <laughs> he touched Kenny Wangler's pee-pee. Man. I don't, that's, so. that's, a, uh, that's an odds reference. At a BZ. Anyway. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Not he funny, started, but he that makes me turn. For the hammer days. He took uh, Oh, gosh. You can't uh, y'all touch this. That. Y'all don't know about that. That's Oz. That, that's oh, before the wire. Not, not man, Simon and Abishi. took it back to the prison. Hey, I ain't going to lie, though. The way he was rocking his little scullies, I started doing that. Joint. Yo. <laughs> I was like, yo, that's a, that's cold right there. Abishi is no joke. Man. No, nah, man. Look, you know, regardless of, I mean, that dude saying that, you know, what kind of accuracy is there? What kind of legitimacy? You know, the the fact is that if they were the I, only I ones think there. every, I think, but I, I think everybody, like I said, man, it was like when he said that, it was just like, all right, you know what? That these people in Hollywood, man, are tripping. You know, they live outside of a reality that the rest of us do. You know, they live way outside of reality that the rest of us do. There's, look, man, like I said, it, the first thing I thought of was Terry Crews' story. You know, mm-hmm. the, the things that people wanted him to do because they've got the power to do it. It's nothing more than that. You know, it's, it's standing there and it, it's basically, I'm going to take your manhood. And so you're going to do, you know, yeah, you can get rich, but I'm going to take something from you. More than likely, that's going to be your manhood. You lose that. Now they got control. Well, Alex you know, Murdoch, you ready to find that out? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. man. You know, give me what you got, and then put your hand in my pocket. Hold my pocket. <laughs> he gonna find out the Walk hard around. way, hard. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm telling the little they on somebody immediately. Just so I, they can say they all, did it. For, look, first of all, that story's been everywhere. They watch the news, man. Yeah, that story is crazy. It's, it's been everywhere. You know, I don't know if people seen a document, you know, documentary, but I mean, look, there people waiting to wait until he gets there. You know, just just to, just like you like you said, just be the one who did it. Yeah. Yeah. And you there for life? Oh live. Oh live. Uh let's 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 get up off this this uh this train. Uh <laughs> it's murder. Uh, this next. I mean, joint. Fifty Cent. Hey, Fifty Cent did get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Oh man. Uh, it started with that line. <laughs> sound like the Cookie Monster. <laughs> Dude, it's trash. Uh, many undocumented immigrants are departing after decades in the U.S., so they're going the other way. Um, it's also been coined uh, "aliens phoning home." Uh, the a wave of immigrants have returned to their countries uh, of origin in recent years. Many, after spending most of their lives toiling as undocumented workers in the U.S., uh, some of them have never ha- had never intended uh, to remain in the U.S., but said that the cost and danger of crossing the border kept them here once they had arrived and they built lives now middle-aged and still uh, able-bodied many are making a reverse migration uh mexicans who make up the largest and most uh transformative 
migration to the U.S. in modern history started a, a gradual return more than a decade ago with improvements in the Mexican economy and shrinking job opportunities in the U.S. during uh, the last recession. Uh, but departures have recently accelerated, beginning with crackdowns on immigrants under the Trump administration and continuing under President Biden as many older people decide they have realized their original goals for coming and uh, immigrating and yeah. afford to trade the often grueling work available uh, to undocumented workers in the U.S. for a slower pace in their own countries. So that was uh, from a, a New York Times article. Um, it, they, they're going back. They're, well, here's the thing for me, though. Their pockets are fatter. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, their pockets are fatter and they're going back. So that's not that's not a that's not a bad deal for them. That's not a crazy thing to do. I mean, how many times have we sit here and talked about, you know what, we could move to this other spot where our, uh, our pockets won't get beat as bad. I mean, they they in there. No, that that's it, man. Come here, make your money and leave. And bounce. Now, now with, with a lot of all these people who are like super anti-immigration, what they're going to find out real quick. You know, too many of them leave. The fact is, we don't have skilled labor in so many spaces that these guys hold. You know, you're really going to find some problems when you got Americans who aren't willing to work for what these guys are willing to work for. And believe me, that's more than what they make at home. They're taking home a lot more. Now we got to leave it up to us to do it. Not skilled, not trained, and they ain't willing to take that. Man, housing market's about to plummet. Um... <laughs> I mean, I, I, I see that point. What I will say is 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 this. I think it may be an That's instance. That's just an example, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There may be, I think it may be an instance where um, a lot of these American companies will just outsource as they've done before. Uh, in the case of a lot of the service industry stuff that, that might be going on, uh, I think... I think rather than pay people, especially when you have all the kind of stuff like minimum wage hikes and all this other stuff that are being tossed up, we, I, I, I what I think a lot of businesses will do would, would be close stuff, similar to what they were doing during COVID. Okay, this isn't making money, close it. This isn't doing this, close it. As opposed to pay people, you know, what they're worth. If they've already been yeah. paying undocumented people, um, this, I think there's some businesses amount. that I think there's definitely a lot of businesses that won't have a choice but to do that for sure. Um, you know, I, I think there's a lot of services that are going to now be lacking, which, of course, and, and really um, puts a lot of strain on infrastructure, um, you know, just because, you know, as much as people want to complain about, you know, undocumented, you know, immigrants they want their they want their work oh yeah you know, it's they, they they want them to work you know which is why they didn't crack down you know they never I always say this man they never go after the companies that are employing these i remember when i was stationed out in california you know when you go out there like like where i lived it was central coast and there's strawberry fields everywhere everybody that was there was undocumented workers for the most part and and so you know you telling me you're gonna get rid of them well who's gonna do this job because nobody from, from here is going to get paid what they paid, what they got paid, and do that work. That ain't happening. Well, you know what? They so just go to the of, next of, people. 
Sure, but instead of government going after, you know, they, they talk about they don't want it, but they talk about the individuals, they don't never talk about the people who are employing them and allowing them to come here. You know, that they don't, they're not going after them. You know, oh, okay, well, you know what? We, we don't want this, they, we don't want that. We talk about we want a wall from all this bullshit, but they stand there letting these companies completely exploit these people and say nothing. No, let, me, let me add a little layer to that because it's funny. Um, so in some of my studies, we looked and one of the resources that countries are going to fight over in the future, aside from like water, is people, young yeah. people specifically. Yeah. You have areas in the world right now, they will give you a house tax-free, all this other shit for like $1,000 and everything else. Just come live there. Spain, Italy, Japan. Just come live there. China is about to hit a major problem in the next generation or two because their young people are not procreating. Mm. You know how many people take to stand up that country the way they, they're trying to have it going? Mm-hmm. If you have a population collapse, people are going to be fighting for youth and they're going to tell you you can't move away. They're going to put laws in place. Yeah, I think the, the United States is lucky that this is a place people want to go. Yeah. And when we fight like crazy to keep other people out, then we're going to have to pay a price for that down the road. People don't realize it's coming. And I will say this too. For every group that's moving here, they all have different, I don't want to say different work ethic because that makes it sound like some of them don't work. They have different labor specialties they will or won't do. And so for Mexicans and Central Americans and people from south of the border, a lot of them are willing to do a lot of the manual labor stuff we need done. Mm-hmm. Right? I, that I, white I, folks ain't doing it. And to be quite honest, black folks ain't trying to do it either. Exactly. No, no. no. But exactly. see, don't, don't just do it. Don't just say it like that because that makes it I'm seem like, it like that. Well, see, here's the thing. They go to the next people when they could sit there and push okay let me finish let me finish when they sit there and they got that boot on our i had that boot on our neck through slavery through jim crow through all this right they were doing the same thing paying us you know crap and this that and the third making us deal with all kinds of stuff doing the jobs that ain't nobody want to do when when they, we started getting more rights we were like i'm not uh-uh you pay me what you paying him we demanded more, right? Same thing. Now they down that are like, we not messing with them. We want to increase our profit margin. Oh, they snuck over here. Oh, we could just pay them under the table. Bet. Now it's not it's not as just it's like slavery now. You see what I'm saying? They stuck here. Well, look, we got I, them you, here. We paying them this little bit. Yeah, look, you it ain't a matter of us not wanting to you guys do aren't it. Saying- yeah, you guys aren't really saying different things here. You're, you're kind of saying the same thing. But when you say black people and, and, don't want to do the work, no, they want to be paid for that well, work. Well, 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 that's just it. But if they're not getting paid, then they don't want to do that work. Exactly. So you guys are you guys are saying the same thing here. No, I just didn't. I just didn't like the way he was making it sound like black but, people but, don't want to do these jobs. No, no, we don't want to do. We don't want to do these jobs for the, for on, no ten two dollars. Let me let me play mediator here because. He's absolutely right. I don't want to do a job that I'm not getting compensated properly for. Who would? You know, yeah. who would who would want to do that? The fact is, is that nowadays we we see things that we didn't see before. 
It's more popular now to start your own small business. It's more popular to now start something in the services industry that and you can you can get out there, you can hustle and, and own yourself. That is becoming more and more popular. He's absolutely right. We do not want to do these medial jobs for medial pay. He's absolutely right. There's nobody who says, look, if you look at services, we don't we don't teach things like plumbing. We don't teach things like agriculture. We don't, we don't, we've taken things like that out of schools and we've Some schools, started yeah. pushing, hold on. And yeah. And we've started pushing towards things like tech and we've started pushing towards things like medical or even going to school for business to get a job. We don't teach small business entrepreneurship, right? Because you don't want people to own, you need people who are good with having jobs. Depending on the people, school, you, depending you, on the school. Hey, but, but, but look, but look, you need people who are okay with working for somebody. Yeah. yeah. More and more, more and more, there's more of us trying to get away from that because we're not compensated properly. Hold on, that's my dog. My daughter's coming in from work. There's more, <laughs> there's more people, there's more people who are, are less than okay with that because they under, they're starting to understand their worth. So, so now Nick is right. You're not seeing different things. You're just seeing it different ways. You're absolutely right. I'm sorry, man. I I don't want to do that job. Hmm. I I don't want to. I'm I'll, I'll tell you that straight up. But I also know my worth, my value, and the things that I'm capable of. I'm gonna tell you right, right now. If they was paying you a hundred dollars to clean toilets at Burger King, you'll be all over that shit. Literally. Yeah. That'll never happen. Literally. Literally. That'll never. That'll never happen though. Well, no, they're not going to pay somebody a hundred dollars an hour look, look, to clean it, toilets. Look, not. but look to your point. Look to your point. If they were to offer livable wages to do things like, let's say, fast food, mm-hmm. there would probably be more, more people that would be willing to do it. Right now, if you look at the fast food industry, they are all hurting for workers. They don't want to oh, play yes. that shit anymore. Look, they get treated like they get treated like crap, and they pay nothing. There's no benefits. There's no in-game. There's no upward mobility. There's none of that stuff. Yeah. So you got people who are not going. And right now, that industry is absolutely suffering. Whereas 20 years ago, they were fine. Yeah. A lot of young people work there at the at fast food spot. Now you got yeah. folks who, who could could be undocumented. You, you not know. only that, but it's plain old not cool to work there anymore. I mean, it won't cool it's back. Not, it's not socially acceptable. This is what I'm going to say. I know that uh, I know King Dino was trying to soften the 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 line between what we were saying. No, I'm trying, I'm saying, bro. I'm trying, bro. I don't know no black folks. How much you pay them? Want to go pick cotton for real? That's right. I don't. No matter what they pay, I'm not picking no damn cotton for two hundred dollars an hour. Shit. And. <laughs> no, you you're, right. you're right. And you're but, right. so let's extend it to a lot of the agricultural. Okay. Right? If machines didn't do a lot of this today, I can't see people going back to picking peaches. You want to be a pit, a peach picker? For three hundred dollars an hour, yeah. Because let me tell you, in eastern Washington, it's all agriculture. They grow apples and grapes and stuff and stuff and stuff. And they have entire villages that are built for seasonal workers that come from south of the border. They come up, they work, and then they go back. And then they come up, some of them stay, they come up, work, go back. You're not getting the average Americans. We lost 
props a couple years ago because they could not get no kids to go out there for whatever they paid them. And we lost crops. And the thing is, ain't no American trying to pay $15 for an apple. Because right. that's what it would cost right. if we paid people, if people were paid like post-World War II America, where you got a living wage and you got medical and dental and a pension, an apple would cost you $15 a piece. Yeah. Nobody's paying for that. If, if, that, owner, is, if that owner tried to stay rich. Yeah. Yeah. And See, so I'm just saying Americans need to be careful because the the, the um the foreigners that are coming to become Americans or chase the American dream, what is acceptable labor to them isn't to the same folks south of the border. So that's right. A lot of the like the um the East African nations, they'll come and they'll do stuff like truck driving and they'll work in like a you know a Best Buy or delivery place, something like that. They ain't trying to go pick no cotton or or pick apples or whatever. And that's what I'm saying. Maybe from Nepal, because, you know, they go to a lot of those Middle Eastern countries and do all the manual labor stuff, but it's construction. Now, I don't know if they would go work. If, what is the U.S. going to do? Open up the borders to Nepalese people or whatever? I hope I called them, because that's not like I said nipple ease, which sounds like a right. product. Well, you, well, guys, you remember, I mean, look, you guys remember being in the military. We go places where they had TCN, third country national, national. Yeah. So like if you go to if you go to Kuwait, right, you know, if you go to Kuwait, even today, right? My my last time being deployed out to Kuwait was what 2004, okay? Everybody there, you had third country nationals, people working on the infrastructure of that country. Well, none of them from that country. All of them were from the Philippines or well, mostly actually the Philippines. Most of those guys are coming in from the Philippines. So you have all these TCNs, third country nationals working in this space. Now they're making more. We we you can't compare their their cost of living to ours. Mm -hmm. What they're getting paid to a lot of us, we look at as pennies. But they can come over. They can do a job for a year. They can turn around and go back home and damn near retire on mm. that, or, or or set their family up. Yeah, because their cost of living is so much lower. We even talked about that. You know, people who get out of military and then they turn around and, and go you know, to Thailand or go to the Philippines or, you know, or go somewhere where our, our dollar goes a lot farther. They can do that. So, you know, we, we would see that all the time, you know, just outsourcing that. Cause let me tell you, the people who live in Kuwait, they ain't doing none of that shit. It's beneath them. It's beneath them. They, at least that's how they feel. So in America, we think the same way. Oh, being a janitor, that's beneath me. Oh, you know, working in field, that's beneath me. Well, a lot of that is tied into we don't get paid well enough to do that. And then it turns into this is a type of job for this type person. Mm. You know, America will always have a slave class. It will search it. It will search for it. It will find it one way or another way. They got to bring them in or they're going to take them from here. We're going to take the uneducated. We're going to take the black. We're going to take whoever. Somewhere, America will have some type of slave class. In this case, the slave class is South America, Mexico, Central America, whatever. That is their slave. We pay them nothing. But you know what? That nothing that we pay them goes a whole lot longer way at home. They come here and they're willing to do these jobs. But let me tell you, all these people talking about, man, let's get rid of all the immigrants. If you do that, because we don't, we don't, we don't have skilled workers anymore. 
We don't have carpenters. We don't have people who build homes. We don't have people who, who, who work agriculture because we've taken that out of our culture. You know, for the most part, there are some places that still teach it. But for the most part, you know, I remember in my school when we got rid of, you know, we, we got rid of like our, our, our auto mechanics, um, you know, like auto mechanics and plumbing. You know what? Those are, if you're a plumber in Charleston, you will make six figures. And that is to do the minimalist amount of work. Yeah, because you will make six figures. All these food places, right? people around here be taking them big shits. But look, look, I, I will tell you that that HVAC, there's all kinds <laughs> of, you, you know, hey, 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 for real. But look, look, things like that, things like HVAC, things like that. The smart ones are the ones who say, you know what, I'm going to go and learn this trade, and and I'm going to apply what I learned. I'm going to create my own business, and and it's going to be mine. And, and those are your successful people. But you know what? America don't want a whole bunch of successful people. So they got rid of our skilled laborers. Mm. Instead, we outsource that. We go and we find people from other countries, come do it, complain that they're doing it. But trust me, Paul T, DR Horton, all these builders, they're not looking for Americans to do that. They, they, don't know. Do, they, they want these day workers to do that because they can pay them less. But you know what? They're going to take that money, not complain, send it back to their homes, and when they're done, they're going to go back and live like millionaires. Yeah. Yeah. You're right about that. See, but the whole thing, at the, at the end of the day, though, you got to have an economy. And that means yeah. I pass my dollar to you. You pass your dollar to Wig. Wig passes all to CB. CB passes all back to me. And it keeps doing that so we all live yeah. based off of the economy. If we don't have people coming over, Old people going to die, take their money to the grave. The government's going to take the money. Because people ain't even having kids no more. Mm-hmm. All on here, we all got more than one kid. Some of us have way more than one. Hey, you the OB, ODB of this joint. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Wu-Tang is for the children. Yeah, baby, I like it raw. Hey, CB, weigh in on this, man. Weigh in on this, man. Hey, uh, uh, hey y'all got it covered. I'm going to get in where I can fit in. That's what's up. Y'all, there's some things y'all overlooking I don't want to bring to light. But Ooh, let's just keep the conversation. No, bring it. Hey, bring hey, this is education. You got to bring it to yeah. light. Man. Yeah. This I, is education. I, I, Come on. I put the H on it to emphasize it's yeah. 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 What are we missing out on, yeah. CB? Well, it's, it's a couple of things you got to understand, man. Um, very much agree that um, a lot of those uh, things that, you know, people of color, black people just don't want to do anymore. It's, 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 uh, it's below them. And I also, when I was in high school, they had shop. They had auto shop. Mm-hmm. I took home Mac. All of that mm-hmm. stuff, you could take it in schools. I mean... And home ec was so good, it taught you how to write a check, balance your checkbook and everything. All of that went away, and it went to the uh, technical school. Yeah, Votech. Okay, you know, where they created they created an economy off that, because before that, that that uh, pool of knowledge was free in high school. Yeah. Okay, and you have people. Free. Yes, and you have people that, um, that um, evolved into it, who really liked it. I have people... Who uh, took? Uh, they uh, had one friend who was a beautician, and she went to uh, tech, and she she learned how to do that. Still doing it to this day, you know. Uh, I think things that we're we're overlooking 
is uh, um, there, there is a, and there has been a movement since, since slavery and Jim Crow to take a whole class of people out of the blocks, right? Um, the United States has the highest prison rate in the world. Yeah, man. In the world. And we, people of color, African-American people of color, we only represent 12% of the country's population. Okay. But we represent more than 50% of the prison population. Okay. Now, what you have to understand is this was done by design. So if young men are in prison, let's say three to four years, some of them 10 years, what are they not doing? Reproducing. And what is the result of them not reproducing? We as a as a race basically become extinct. As a cultural background. Our, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Keep the numbers, in, keep the numbers no, in no. check. It now has to do with numbers. Mm -hmm. Y'all thinking wrong. If you're not reproducing, what are you not creating? Economy? Voters. Voters? Mm. I don't want to say voters. If you're not reproducing, mm. if you take, and, and think about it like this, what if each incarcerated individual male of color was to procreate and have four kids, what would that 12% be like in 20 years? Mm. This is done by design, okay? It's done by design. When we talk about Democrats and Republicans, Clinton was the one that got tough on crime and made a little yeah. bit of white powder, okay, take you to jail for, I don't know, the, the term limits and all that stuff. Not the term limits, but a man, um, Those mandatory minimums. Mandatory yeah. minimums, okay. Give you a football number. Okay, <laughs> for real. And, and it ain't like the new numbers, like two. We talking about 18 and above. <laughs> Your number is okay. 27. Yeah, so... With now, you got that Cunningham, so, son. So they've known this for years. So with 12% of the population, okay, of that 12%, say you're taking away 3%, okay? But after time, that adds up, and you're not increasing voters, right? And that has kept that 12% to that 12%. If every male that's incarcerated was to be able to live up their potential, their, their, their potential in procreating, and have four more children in 20 years, okay, our 12% goes up to 25% of the vote. So what you're saying is procreate for the culture. Get on out there and beat hey. it up, shoot the club up. Hey, I did my Nick part. Brooks has did contributed more. <laughs> I did my part. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, because I am who I am, I was able to procreate to the numbers that you know god would allow me to procreate yeah, but there's a whole there's a whole block of brothers that weren't able to and it was done by design yeah yeah uh, i get that yeah all right so we talked about nah, minimum wage and everything and now so when they get out right they worked in the in, in the prison they ain't working no minimum wage job okay yeah they ain't doing none of that all right and but they ain't voting and there are a whole lot of other things you gotta understand, you know, you 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 want to say hatred and everything. This is a numbers thing. Yeah, it always has been a numbers thing. When the Portuguese started taking people away from Africa, away from Africa, there was no color. 
before the Portuguese instituted it. And they instituted it because it was financially profitable, profitable to take people of color to the West Indies, to South America, to do free labor. Okay, and then the rest of Europe got on board. Oh, well, we can't have the Portuguese taking all these people, getting all this free labor, creating all this sugar. You know, and then they used the sugar on us to make us fat as hell. <laughs> Damn. I'm going to go get it. Well, they didn't give it to, to Dino. <laughs> he won't I'm, take it. Yeah, I'm nah, gonna sorry. After that one. Hey, I know, hey, I know Brother Nickel going to talk to me about that, but I'm going to get my damn snack. <laughs> nah, hey, man, look. Look, I don't teach a grown man how to be a grown man. You you want help, you come and ask. Let, and let a woman but... be a woman and a man be, be a, a man. man. Hey, my, I got a, one of my uh, my chiropractors, oh, he's South African. My man is South African. He's white. His name's Seth Strauss. Super South African. You like, just put right? him on blast. Hey, no, my man was like, my man was like, so we were going over my diet and I don't, I don't eat or drink a lot of it. But he's like, he's like, Dino, bro, he's super South African. My man's like, look, you know, you, your clients, everybody, they need to understand. Get off the white man's sugar. <laughs> there you go. He's, he's, he's like, he's like, the white man's sugar is killing people at astronomical rates. So I'm just like, oh shit. It was crazy. <laughs> and then they no, put right, the brothers in jail. So they no, can't you're, get you're, out and vote. No, you're you're right, man. Yeah. So anyway, we know it's all here. You know, it's just we had these discussions, we even have to drink and all that stuff. Everybody gonna keep going about their weight. How do we get all them brothers is being locked up over over, you know, ten bottles of crack? 20 years. They, did, them yeah. out of the they did take away conjugal visits, didn't they? Oh, hell, yeah. Yeah, you, get, hey, but you remember that? Get, hey, they used to they be a get, thing. They're they going to get murdered. That's going to be their conjugal visit. Wow, yeah. That's now that, now that you mentioned that, there. now that you mentioned that, yeah, because they were sending folks to prison, but they were still being able to make their numbers. <laughs> Because of conjugal visits, they were still <laughs> getting it in, so they took that to what? Yeah, yeah, because wow. they're messing up the numbers, messing up the numbers. Damn, lesson. God, yeah. you gotta understand, it's about numbers, man. And even yeah, this election, even the last election, they're mad because the numbers were there, you know, for Warnock and everything. Yeah, you know, because by design, those numbers ain't supposed to work right. <laughs> you know, how many people you have met? That said, that's why I don't vote. My vote don't count. Mm. But they, they already so got them out of the bank. They they not count. Time. You know, my vote don't count. And and you know, I I wasn't like that until until about uh, I say it was uh ninety two, not actually ninety. I met my first wife. You know what she said to me? You know what she said to me is very plain. She said, she said, and, and she didn't say it this way. She just put it like this. To this degree, um, to ride this boat, we got to do this, young brother. Okay, mm. and I, I, I'm riding that boat, so I've been a registered voter ever since. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you was going to say she said to you, "Ugh, stop touching me." No, <laughs> she said you can touch me as long as you vote. <laughs> well, damn. I, I, ever since. I, I tell you what, man. Want to ride I'm, this boat? I, I didn't quite have the same experience with with that, That's but, a but I, I, 
But look, well, I, I did have an experience. You know what? When I finally started really understanding how important it was to vote, I think for me, it was when I met, you know, Tuskegee Airmen. You know, when I was in the Air Force, I was young. And uh, so we had a few Tuskegee Airmen come out. And, and it's funny because, you know, we, we had a sit down. I would say half, it was a, maybe, well, not even half, I'd say 75% of the crowd was black. 75% of the crowd was black. It was at Scott Air Force Base. Um, you know, Scott Air Force Base is a headquarters base. You know, there's probably more, more Fulberg colonels than there are senior airmen on that base. Over, oh, I'd say well over half the people sitting down voluntarily coming to listen to these guys were black. And they kind of started talking to us about their story, man. But then they started talking about the reasons they were fighting. And a part of it was, was you know, just, just voting, just, just being present, yes. you know, and, and, and letting yourself be heard. You know, it ain't always going to turn out in your favor. But he's like, they win when you're not even trying to be heard. When you're not even in the mix. Yep. When you're not even in the mix. <clears throat> that changed my life. Yep. And, that, and, that you, and I, I don't life. need to break into it. But you know, one of the hardest jobs I've had over my last 23 years. Mm. Okay. Was Holy it Jeremy Burns? Burns? No, 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 no. Burns. Male stripper. No, 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 no. Vote, voter, uh, unit voting representative. Oh. Mm. Not male stripper? Because, no. Hey, I got a good tip. He said that was easy. He said that was easy. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, yeah, I just let them know it's, it's around the corner, coming around. Anyway, uh, no, the hardest thing to do is to get military members to vote. Huh. Hardest thing. Yeah. Because they don't see any validity in it. Wow. And it's yeah. a big voting pool, big, big voting block. And it takes some, um, it takes some strategic uh, thought. You know, I would go so far as to go and to every state's voting website. Okay, and put out uh, a media release and say, hey, these are all your voting websites. If you have any problems, come see me. I'm always available. We can do this, do that. I maybe get yeah. two people out of 100. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Okay, because yeah. you don't really. And here's the crazy thing. They are directly affected by who's getting yeah. elected. Yeah. Oh, you pay everything. Yeah. Everything. Yeah, it's military members don't seem to get that. No, and I that rhyme, I never understood. Yeah, that rhyme, so you know it's true. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know that's uh, a la Johnny Cochran. You want to <laughs> They are directly affected by who's getting elected. You must Johnny, acquit. That, that, I was about Johnny, to say it feels Johnny a little Cochran, uh, Jesse Jackson is Jesse Jackson. Yeah. If her attitude is shitty, she is not going to show you. Her house because <laughs> I didn't see it going that way, dog. I didn't see it going that way. I'm, I'm proud. Well, of you. I, you know, people are uncomfortable with inviting you over if their house isn't. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm so proud of you right now. Tell you. <laughs> hey, uh, speaking no, of speaking no, of TV, hot, hot right, lyrics, right, speaking of hot lyrics, we uh, I spit hot fire. Yeah, speaking of that, we do need to. It is March, so it's time for another installment of. Uh, well, y- 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 listen to this. This is Rap Words of Wisdom with Lord Thistlewick the Third. Beaches by 
Vince Staples. Tell me where you're from. I ain't heard of that. In the city, baby, your first rap can be a murder rap. I will let you hold it, but you gotta bring my burner back. One up in the top, I get the drop. You know I'm surfing that. Send him up to heaven's gates. Now his mama selling plates. Now it's homies washing cars. Cause he out here acting hard. Please don't try to get involved lest you want to prove it. Cause my gangster's really moving hard on car. Them shooting, wait. <laughs> this will make I cannot get jiggy to this. <laughs> that shock. <wow. laughs> oh boy. So um That dude is special. <laughs> that dude is special. You gotta love that joint. Uh if you're not familiar with that song, check it out. Vince Staple Beaches. Uh got some lyrics in that thing. Got some lyrics. Um we talked about Did you ever watch a What's you ever up? watch a, an interview with Vince Staple? No. Uh, I have Bomani Jones on his show a couple of weeks back. Man, well, watching an interview with Vince Staple, okay. man. That young, yeah. that young dude is, hey. He got it figured he's, out. He's an, he's an impressive mind. Okay. He's an impressive <laughs> mind. He's hey, remind me. Mind. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead, please. Turn I, it it reminds me of Nipsey. When, when I first... I wasn't impressed by Nipsey's music much, but as far as him as a person, mm-hmm. I was like, man, these dudes is really thinking about the community, which is weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were little bangers. Yeah. But they were yeah. trying to find a path out to come back and help. But yeah, yeah. you're right, though. Vince Staples do be talking a lot of sense. He still does, over the spirit man. of Nipsey, I was going to say the first time I ever heard about him was when they were at his uh, store, the Marathon, at the shopping center that he had just purchased. And he was talking about the mixtapes that he sold for $100 a CD. And now people said he was crazy. Hmm. And all them shit sold out. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah, man, I, 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 love, I, I found that I like, I mean, as much as I love music, man, sometimes I just like listen to these dudes talk, you know, when they, they get some, like some serious interviews and you get to really, especially like a, like a Vince Staples, I mean, Dude, I don't know what it's like to live in Chicago, you know, but but when you hear what he talks about and things he talks about, his interview, you might not hear it in the music. But when he slows it down and, and talks about where he's from and in, in, in where, where he's from, it gives you such an appreciation for who he is, how he is. I, I would tell anybody, man, start, start checking out interviews of your favorite rappers, man. You find out, you know, whether they're on some bullshit or whether they're just real people who are just, you know, trying to do something. And I mean, I, I got to... Big appreciation for that young man, man. He he's sharp, man. Check out some of his interviews. Cool, cool. Uh, speaking of rappers, um, we did uh, talk about Ja Rule earlier. Uh, now, now, now to Murder. another another Ja that is fucking up shit. Um, listen, <laughs> not the right way. Yeah, yeah, really, really. Take a listen to this. 
Since 2019, John ja Morant has captivated the hearts of Memphians and Grizzly fans across the country. I've been a Grizzly fan my whole life, but you know, with the new John ja Morant edition, it's like another level. The 26-year-old quickly became a fan favorite, serving as an inspiration for many. John ja Morant's a role model for me. He act like he's still from, you know, from the city. He don't act like he's from somewhere else. He don't act booze and he act like one of us. Yeah. So we see a lot of ourselves from him. A relationship that recently became embroiled in controversy following a string of off-the-court issues ranging from allegations of assault and most notably posting video of himself holding what looks to be a gun inside of a nightclub Saturday. Yeah, that's definitely not what you want to see, but, you know, John Moran is a, uh, a superstar, you know what I'm saying, and he's young. So I think he's going to mature. While some Grizz fans are remaining optimistic, others have decided to lean on their faith when it comes to Moran. I pray that you move on his behalf right now, that whatever he's dealing with, whatever the circumstance may be, God, God, you change the report. As a result of Moran's post, the Grizzlies have announced that he will be away from the team for at least two games. It's time that community activist Earl Fisher believes can be beneficial. I think he deserves as much space and grace as the rest of us as we try to come to grips with what all of those different aspects of our uh, life and environment mean. Fisher tells WREG he has been in contact with Morant's parents and believes that he is being unfairly judged and should be afforded the opportunity to mature. To make it seem like somehow he's playing double dutch, like he, he's, a, he's a basketball star by day and some, you know, um, um, hood gangster guy by night, that's ridiculous. This idea that somehow we have to be one-dimensional I think is a little bit uh, unfair to, to the complexity of black humanity. As the Memphis Grizzlies deal with the fallout from this latest incident, Morant has vowed to learn from it. The complexity of black humanity. That man, he been to jail, son. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh, the good, hey, the good pastor, but he been look, in jail, man. Look, man. Uh, look, I, look, speak on it, Dino. So, so when we talk about John Morant, man, look, I mean, uh, somebody, somebody made a, um, I, I don't know if it's Barkley. Somebody made a great statement. It's like he's maturing backwards. Mm. Now he's got everything, and he's going back to that that youthful, whatever you want to call it. I, I don't want to you know, put words in his mouth, what he said, you know, and, and they talk about, look, don't get me wrong, man. I'm, I'm not standing here trying to judge who he is because we don't know who he is, but we do see what he's doing. You know, when you talk about, you know, being a role model, I mean, I think Dennis Rodman or Chuck, I think Chuck, Chuck even said, I'm not a role model. You know, our parents should be role models, not basketball players. This is a kid. This is a this is a twenty six year old child. Twenty three. You know, twenty is he twenty three? It's only twenty three. I want to talk about that. So so twenty so twenty three twenty three year old child. You know the the things that are important to him. You know image and you know the things that are popular to him and the, you know whatever. You know he. I think sometimes we forget he's a child that that's growing up real fast. You know he he, he jumped into the league three years ago as a twenty year old. You know, he's a kid. You haven't had even time to be a, a child yet. And now you're expecting me to grow man. Now, the choices that he's making. So they, somebody talked about John Morant. Look, it's not like he grew up. He grew up. So he grew up. I, I just looked it up. So he grew up in Crestwood. You know, he played ball for Crestwood. Um, he grew up with both his parents. 
you know, and, and that that's not to say, you know, he didn't have, you know, a hard time. Nobody's trying to trying to judge that. But but he's not let me tell you, man, he's from he's from Sumter. That's not the hood, bro. <laughs> you know, that that's not the hood. That's the country. Mm-hmm. Right? That's the country. You know, the the things that he's doing now, for whatever reason, whatever image he's trying to protect portray, early and I talked about it, Aries and I talked about this earlier. I always had people around me that wouldn't let me do stupid shit. Mm. My, they were called my friends and my parents, mm-hmm. right? Just like, just like they had me. My friends had me. Who is in his circle that's not understanding his opportunities and say, hey, man, mm-hmm. this isn't a good idea. Who are you surrounding yourself with? Now, that doesn't just put the onus on them because he's got to make better decisions, too. Because he's also a grown man. Because as a grown man, look, I always tell my kids this. When you mess up, the repercussion is a whole lot lighter than you screwing up as an adult. When you're an adult, those repercussions are a lot more dire. Right? Now he's that adult who doesn't seem to have have developed into, you know, that that mature young young man that's about his business. He's about his image. He's about his image, and you know it's unfortunate, man, because he's so talented. He's so talented. Yeah. You know, don't don't throw it away, man. Surround yourself with people who give a shit and say, "Hey, look, you're messing up. Let's let's get you away from this." You know, you might not like it at the moment, but but it's good for you. Yeah. Um. Well said, Dino. As always. Um. Just want to go back to what you were talking about with. One, his age. He's only 23 years old. Um, and also the fact that he has a two-parent household. Um, well, let's get back to the age thing. When do we first hear about John Moran? I mean, I'm from South Carolina, so I heard about him when he was playing AAU ball with Zion. Okay. But for the general so populace, the first college. time I'd ever heard of John Morant was the NCAA tournament when yeah. Murray State came out of nowhere and you had the six foot one, 185, 165 pound soaker guard dunking on cats. Yeah. And, you know, capturing, capturing the country's imagination the longer the Murray State's run went on. And then all of a sudden, it's too hot to stay at Murray State. So he does the natural run of things and goes into the NBA. What was he drafted? Number two, I think. Anyway, he was drafted high. I'm look that and up. he didn't flame out. He met those expectations, somehow exceeded them as a high draft pick. Mm-hmm. And what comes along with that? Accolades, attention, money, opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Taking over. People want to leech on to you and be a part of that circle. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jalen Rose actually spoke about this too, saying that he at one point in time was John Morant. Because he, yeah. remember, when he was in Michigan, was involved yeah. with that. And this, this, I'm not speaking out of turn. He talked about this when he was involved with those drug raids and when he was around people, when he almost got shot and killed when he was in the league when he first got in the league. And so he's, the point I'm making is like, you know, it's underst- it's understandable this is all coming at him too fast because he has not a chance to mature into what he became. LeBron James, we knew about LeBron James when he was 19 years old, 18 years old. 
16 years old. 16 years old, even younger than that. But that single parent family, but, you know, he knew how to, he had people around him. Somebody knew that you were going to be something. This team protected them. The circle is still around to this day. You know, Mm -hmm. you're going to be something. You are not going to screw up this money. We will not let that happen. Yeah. And single parent household. John Morant, and I do not want to speak out of turn, but two parent household. Why, you know, what's up with mom and dad? Be like, John, you know, hey, hey, this ain't you. This ain't you. Hold your horses. You know, we don't have to do this. We don't have to do this. This was. So. Yeah. And I, I, you know what? I wonder, and I I I wonder, Ruth. And and I wonder sometimes, look, how how much how are they much afraid? Wait, let me just get this one point out too. Are they afraid that he they're gonna fuck up the money by like pulling his coattails, saying to him, like saying the wrong thing is gonna get cut off, or do they have a type Man, of I don't know. Hey, or is it also new all, to them as well? How the fuck do you handle all, all these athletes? Dad's like side by side with Usher <laughs> at NBA games, you know. Right. Hey, and we're all, and we're all parents. Yeah, yeah, and we're all we're all parents, man. I think we understand. Look. My child's safety, I don't care what he's doing, what he's making out there. My child's safety and dignity is everything. It's yeah. everything. I will interrupt that to make sure that he is doing what he does to keep his safety and his dignity. You know, and and, and, I, and I'm glad you said that because I, I look at, look, I don't know what T. Morant does on, on out, outside of, of what his son is doing. I, and then you know what? That's not even my business. But I know if I'm it's not, dad, but like if, questions if, like if, this. If, if yeah, if I'm dad, I'm still look. I am my child's biggest role model. All my children, I will continue to be my children's biggest role model. Period. There's there's no question. I work for that because now I I have sway over the way that they grow up. Right. That's my that's my job. That's that's been my charge and that's my responsibility. So I, I don't know what dad is doing. I don't know what mom is doing. I don't know what his circle is doing. But somewhere something is is not connecting. Not connecting. It's not because he, he because he's going backwards. He's got everything that you want as a seasoned veteran in the in the NBA. You've got a shoe deal. You probably make more than from Nike and what you make. In the NBA, right? His all his endorsements, all his stuff, and somehow he's reverting back to what's important as a nineteen-year-old. My image. How do I present myself? Please view me as being this tough. I won't say gangster. That ain't fair because I know some gangsters who don't do that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Real gangsters do not. Pre- look, real, real gangsters do not present. Them, do not come out in public and say, "Hey, everybody, look at me. I'm a gangster." Real gangsters don't do that. So I don't know what he's doing, but somebody in his circle needs to help him, and he needs to take responsibility as a man and grow up. CB, what say you before Doctor Brooks? Because I know Doctor Brooks got plenty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm just uh, in a counter thought, man, and it really hurts because I, I'm a fan of basketball, football, and sports since I guess birth, you know. Um, and I, I, I rock with old school NBA: Earl of Pearl Monroe, mm. George Gervin, Bernard King, Andrew Tony, Dr. J. Okay, but. As I get older, my thought process changes. 
And it frustrates me that talent is equated to young men that could play a childhood game. All right. Um, not saying that these young men are not deserving. Okay. You put in the time, you play for a coach, you're coachable, and you go through the process, you're deserving of something. But my thought is this. Um, I And I went from a, 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 a here, here. How many of you at 23 years old posted a picture with yourself of a gun or have a picture of yourself <laughs> with a gun. I don't have a picture of myself at 23 years old with a gun. Okay. And that's what we're basically talking about. Where we're talking about his teams, not around him. That's just common sense. All right. Um, yeah. He has a lot to lose. And you should always remember that if you're getting paid that much to play a, a child game. Okay. I think we, and then we go in, we, he's only 23. Well, all of us have been 23. Okay. And it wasn't our choice to post a picture or take a picture of ourselves with a gun. Hmm. And that, that hmm. goes in with social media and phones and having access to these cameras and all the rest of the stuff. I'm going to do it just because I am able to do it. So, I think like like he's 20, he's 23 years old. He did it. Okay. He's going to have to reap the consequences of what he did is stupid. Okay. And why are we talking about somebody who just did something that was stupid? Who's going to pay the price that a 23 year old has to pay for doing something stupid. Yeah. Who's making, who's making, yeah, making a, a lion's share of money. That could possibly set him up for the rest of his life. And his people. Know this, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like Kobe with his incident in Colorado. Yeah, that's what I, I mentioned that earlier. Yeah. Okay. Kobe got over his, whatever his outcome will be. I'd rather talk about Don Staley mm. and, mm. you know, the South Carolina uh, women's team. What, we, what are they, 30 or something now? Oh, uh, yeah. They sit there and clean everybody's clock up on there. Okay. I want them to take Wooten's 88 record. Mm. Let's see if they, they can do that. That's more positive, and we're still talking about basketball and people who are talented. That's going to happen. Okay. Why are we always talking about when these young athletes do something stupid? Oh, they're talented. Talent envelops everything, meaning I got enough sense not to do something stupid that's going to keep me from making this money. Indeed. But if I do, if I do, okay then I will man up and I will deal with the consequences. Let's talk about Boston. You know what I'm saying? So that's just my thought. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, no. I see where you're coming from. I see. I dig what you're putting down. Uh, Before you you chime in on this, Dr. Brooks, I do need to note, uh, you know, for our listeners that I don't, I can't remember any show that you've been on where you didn't, eat something that looked delectable and have a glass of wine. I'm just I'm just putting that out there. I just right. he's well, also be honest to say to the listeners, he's got his camera off right now too. <laughs> uh, no, nah, nah, look, I'm Dr. Brooks is getting his sip all the way on. Like he's not playing. 
Oh, that you talking about? Oh, CB? No, no, CB. Yeah. Is, he don't. Hey. He, he's he's sipping or drinking or eating or something. Look, <laughs> what's we, the score of the game? <laughs> we said something one time, <laughs> and now he don't get on camera no more. <laughs> <laughs> y'all got y'all got loose lips, man. That's great. I can't yeah. I can't even sit in my house and eat some snacks, man. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I just want to address what CB said about why we are not talking about. Hey, well, well hold on. Well, let's oh, let, let's let Dr. Brooks go ahead. I was just going to say, so me and some of my other friends was talking about this, and it reminds me of when you see, um, I, I think he's been a jock athlete his whole life. So he didn't get to do street life. Oh. You know, and good for him, but it's kind of like Tupac had a song, Shorty Want to Be a Thug, talking about a dude from who was middle class and lived in the burbs, yearned to be a thug in the streets because it just looked so appealing. Mm. And that's what that's all I can think of when I see this dude. I'm like, he want to live that phase so bad, he's forgetting what's at stake if he goes to try to live it. It reminds me of young thug getting recoed. And dude, you're a successful mm. rap artist. Why are you out here trying to street bang now? You didn't do it when you was a teeny top in the streets. Why are you Why are you in the NBA and now you want to regress? Why Chris Brown want to say he's a blood at 30 years old? <laughs> why Lil Wayne want to be a blood now that you're 30? Gang banging is something that you did when you was a teeny bopper and you let it go in your early 20s. These guys is made it and now they want to go backwards and live what they missed. It's it's stupid. It's stupid. Now, I don't know what situation. Maybe he getting threatened. He is in Memphis and that's mm. where they filmed a lot of the first 48. So it's a lot of murder in Memphis. <laughs> and like young Dolph. Maybe he trying to either fit in and come off like he's a street nigga from Memphis, like some of these street niggas, or Maybe he's scared and he want to scare you off. By the way, the gun was small as shit, by the way. Yeah. Like, nigga, if you're going to pose with a gun, have like a Desert Eagle or something very intimidating. Let me pose with you. Know, that, that gun goes first. Don't pose with your grandma's 22. That gun belongs to you. He's going to be like Clasco Burris. Yeah, don't pose with your grandma's 22. He pulled that out of a fanny pack. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't gangster neither. No, it's not. Only way it's gangster if your grandma in Mississippi and she raised up from under the pillow and say, I got something for him, like like my great aunt did like three days ago. Or 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 she the real life Medea. She raised up or, and said, They come in here, I got something for him, and pulled the lifty from under a pillow on her lap. Yeah, yeah, secondary. <laughs> secondary piece that goes in your sock, but that's not the primary photo you take. My grandma's sister, that, 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 understand that, me, that, my that, grandma's that, sister pulled out the glizzy <laughs> with the dot on it, ready to get down. It's like, you are 90. I thought a glizzy was a hot dog. <laughs> no, it's, it's a hot dog until you realize it's a Glock, too. <laughs> she pulled out oh, the glizzy. Is and was fair and said, I got something for him. And we're like, Who are you talking about? Oh, man. It's just us in here. Her gun was bigger than John Morant's. Hey, it's hella memes going around. I saw I saw John Morant's face on John Wick and it said John Wick. 
I seen his oh. face on on the above the rim guy when he had the gun. Yeah, <laughs> I, I saw that one. <laughs> I saw that one at the shootout. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, man, John, what are you doing? Handle your business. You know how this stuff can hang over your head forever. You can't shake it. Oh. And it'll, it'll throw off his game for life, man. People are like, oh, nigga, oh, you was ready to shoot with the gun, but you sure ain't shooting these baskets. You brick it. I just saw the John Wick joint. <laughs> oh, man, look it up. If you listen to the podcast, look at this shit. <laughs> Look, right now, right we now he's to. the butt end of all our jokes. Oh, he is the man. butt end of our jokes. But the reality is, I hope this young man grows up because a couple of things here, man. Look, not not that this should be his responsibility. He didn't ask for it. But you know what? You got it, so you accept it. There are a lot of people that look at him, man. They, they look at him to do big things and look at him to just show that you can do something with hard work and dedication. There's kids, there's adults, there's so many people. And, and he's not taking that responsibility, you know, he's not taking it to heart. You know, he's doing all of these things. One, two, that's not a lie. That ain't, I'm sorry, man, but look, like I said, Nick, all of you, we all know somebody who really lived that life. And, and 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 people who live that life do not put it on Instagram. No, they don't put it on Instagram. No, so you don't really live that life, and it's okay when you look. I don't live that life. It, it is it is okay that you don't. Don't try to act like you do because somebody is going to check you in the real world, and, mm-hmm. and you're not going to know how to handle it. That's true. That's a reality that he don't want to face. You know. So I, I hope we don't see that for him, man. He's 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 a talented young man. You know, I can't tell you whether he's a good guy or not. I don't know him like that. But but I know you got some opportunities outside of what you're trying to portray. Grow up. Grow up. And, and you go, know what and this will serve as, I hope? A man. You know what I hope this serves as? Wake up. I hope this serves as a wake-up call. No doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, story, but... I hope Because this story kind of parallels somebody that, Aries, you were very familiar with. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but Real you know talk. What? But he was out there, do- he was out there at like, like going back to like Dr. Brooks was saying, as a youngster, he as was youngster. doing that stuff. As yeah. A, uh, when he was in the league, he wasn't messing with that like that. No, he wasn't. And I'm not trying to start the conclusion, but I'm saying he had the wake-up call, the person that yeah, we were yeah, referring yeah. Oh, to. definitely. Definitely. He had the wake-up call. And yeah. it changed his life, turned his life around and made him who he is today. What was Allegedly. crazy, it was a wake-up call for for everybody. Uh, this is true. Yeah. Y'all stopped bowling, didn't y'all? <laughs> you know what? Yeah. I, I, hey, I hadn't been in a, in a minute, bruh. But we ain't even really getting to the... The dude got hella assault things floating out there waiting to stick on it. Who? Got beating up uh, a John Wick. John Wick beat up allegedly. like a 15-year-old at his house on a pickup ball. And then, another, and then they saying that they seen the laser from the gun come out at, at team people on the other team leaving the game. Yeah. And you don't know if it's true or not, but the more what, what you post a picture of the gun and start making the other shit true, rather it's true or not. Ooh. That's not a legend. <laughs> and then hold up. Ooh. What's this say? Trying to make it out of the NBA. <laughs> My man said the first player to try and make it out of the NBA. 
And then his daddy tried to fight Shannon Sharp. The whole family's just taking a big L right now. It's not who can do it. And he's supposed to be the cornerstone. This dude is supposed to be the cornerstone of a small market franchise. He ain't even realized in about 10 years, he could be the reason that city don't have a team. Mm. You know who needs to talk to him real talk? So all the opportunities. Zebo needs to talk to him. Sit him down. He controls the economy with his dumb ass. CB, what you, what you were saying? All the opportunities. All the opportunities. And and it's because he's talented in the game. A child of the game. Right? Yeah. Now, like I said, no indifference to athletes or anything. I'm just saying, um, we 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 put too much on our, our athletes and these sports heroes because they just people too. What we're we looking at now is a 23 year old who's too stupid to realize he has the opportunities. And why are we putting so much time into him? We like, should, yeah, we should allow that. We should allow him look, to grow. We allow look, him make, make, make no mistake. Hey. Make no mistake. We put that on any 23 year old. He just happens to be the one in, in public in the public eye. But I tell you this, how many 23-year-olds have pictures of them with guns floating around the internet? You'd be oh, surprised. No, this, this not at 23. Not at 20. You used to have to play in college for three, four years before the pros even sniffed you. Now you can come in as a, as a freshman when you graduated at 17, and you ain't even really went through true puberty yet. Your nuts still dropping. They they just letting these cats in here and these young Thundercats now sound old and shit. Yeah, you did. Look, you said Thundercats. Look, but, 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 Little but, young but, Thundercats. But, but look, uh, AI went to the same thing. You okay? Matured him. We got a reprieve. Kobe went through the same thing. He got a reprieve. Yeah. And maybe this guy will get a reprieve too. Maybe I, I hope so. I, I hope so, but you know, and there's also plenty of people who did come through this who haven't gone through that. Like I said, oh, man, look, he is AB yeah. normal. He's AB. Yeah. Normal. No, absolutely. There, right. There's, there's. I, I agree. I agree. We need to, we need to stop with this. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and give him the Mama Asuka Award, and then let's let's chat about the the South Carolina uh, Lady Gamecocks. You know what I mean? Yo, Leah Boston. Stop acting like Needs to know his position. See, that's why he got the Mama Asuka Award. So we're gonna we're gonna push on. All right, Miss <laughs> Boston out there handling her business and the rest of the crew and the rest of the crew. Yeah, right. yeah, that, t- that team is the team is clean, you know. Yeah. And they led by somebody who, you know, I mean, I think they, you know, they they got they start really really grinding uh, at, at University of Virginia. I'm just saying that. You, oh, Philly, Philly. 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 No, no, no. Hey, Philly is from Philly. No, no, but no, no, no. Staley yeah. was the I University said. of Virginia. That's right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, she did. That's what. Yeah, that's what sit did. there and got the diamond. Two, three. 
you got to go somewhere. You got to go to college somewhere. Oh, no, don't yes, do that. Temple, don't you? do that. <laughs> you know what I, I, tell, I tell you what, though, man. That Virginia has a has an impact, baby. Yeah. Oh, does everybody I, know about Cavs back, y'all? Hi. <laughs> I, I tell you what, when it when it comes to Don Staley, you know, there's something that she's doing that people are smart. They're paying attention how she recruits, how she motivates, how she coaches, how she leads. If people are smart, they're paying attention. Because this, you know, you look, you win, you win one national championship. Okay, you know, when you win, you win two, and you're always in the in the forefront. That's no longer a coincidence. There's some formula that she has. Start paying attention, man. High school and coaches, it, pay attention. And it's hot, and it's highly likely she would have had two. Yeah, mm. had it not been for, for the pandemic, two. it's highly likely. Mm. Huh? Yeah. I think you know where it started though. Like that fire was always there, but like when like she realized that, and I'm just this is me going on assumption, when she lost to Stanford in the final four in her last college game, and she had to be carried off the court. That always stuck with me. That she cared so much about winning, about her team, and that this is the last time she was ever gonna wear that uniform, that she literally had to be carried off the court by her teammates. And then from there, she went to the WNBA. She went to the Olympics. How many Olympic uh, gold medals does she have? And then parlayed that into, thank you, thank you. And then parlayed that into what she is now, what that program is now. Because if um, memory serves me correctly, South Carolina's women's basketball team was not even on anybody's oh, radar. It was, all about radar. Mm-hmm. It was right. like, not even on the radar to South Carolina. No. So just yeah. the... The yeah. wherewithal, the drive, the passion to and the fire to like take all that and transform and create something that the whole state rallies around. Yeah, yeah. created a program. Also created, created a program, program from the ground up, yeah. from the dirt. Up. Like and and no created a program <laughs> that that people want to come play for. I mean, oh, yeah. who doesn't want to play she's, for Coach she's Staley? People right from now. Ariyama. Yeah, yeah. You know, people want to go to South Carolina, not UConn. Now that's. Crazy. Ooh, yeah. Oh, UConn is done. Yeah. Done. yeah. I think it helps that she's a, I mean, this is going to sound hella generic. Helps she's a black female. Of course. She yeah. can connect of with course. black females better. Before, you know, UConn could say we have pedigree, right? Tennessee had, um, oh, yeah. God. Uh, I can, we had the white lady. Man, I can see her Pat, face. Summit. Um, Pat, Pat, Summit. Pat, Pat. Pat, oh, Pat Summit. Yeah, man. Pat Summit. I, yeah, Pat, I, Summit. Pat, Pat Summit. Pat Summit. Pat Summit. Louisiana Tech ran the table for a while. They had a white chick, but now yeah. you got a black chick, a, a black oh, a black chick. You have a black woman able to connect with other young black women. That's who on the team. And, Shit. Yeah, that's who on everybody's winning teams. Pretty much, except Iowa. Iowa got the white female Steph Curry, but uh, <laughs> that girl's badass. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So I shoot. You know how college sports is. If you set up a winning program, you just control the table until somebody dethrones you, and that can be decades. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know what I love about it even more? She's doing it her way. She's not yeah. wearing like you know the Talbot suits. Yeah. Or like you know the uh, thing. She's wearing shit that like you know what? I'm a Philly girl. I'm a rep Philly as they go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> you know? Oh, you don't like what I'm wearing right now? I don't get her. I, whatever. Talk about that. She be Talk rocking some that. labels too, though. 
she huh. does, but she doesn't like you know. Oh yeah, she's not, I'll be like, she's, God she's the antithesis dang. of a Pat Summit. Yeah, I got this uh, Fendi joint. Yeah, you know? I mean the the thing is, you're right. She's genuine. Yes, she's genuine. And people's real respect real. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah. Indeed. We gave her her flowers. She is running tings. Got folks uh thinking about at least at least here, um, uh, thinking about women's basketball in a whole new way, in a different way. When you talk about legacy and stuff like that, like you said, that used to be a UConn thing, just a UConn thing, or just a Tennessee thing, uh, and now South Carolina is included in that number. Hey, hey, she she beat uh, UConn so bad, or just humiliated him so bad. You got you got the coach talking about physicality. You're too physical. I remember oh, that. Hey, here comes, well, what, here was comes, here come, what was her clap hey, back? What was her clap back? Here comes the drug testing. Oh boy, what a they're gonna pull a Damian Lillard on. What was her clap back? Was genuine, something to the effect of uh, somebody can look this up, but basically, you know, don't take the win away from our girls. Our girls worked hard, you know, our players worked hard for this win, and you know, and don't devalue the win, something like that. But no, basically, she was saying we took our lumps and y'all used to whoop our ass, so now all of a sudden the tables are turned now. Yeah. We're talking about yeah. physicality mm-hmm. and an unfair advantage. Hmm, Gino. Yeah. Like, don't, hmm. don't do don't, that. Don't, don't, don't do that. Hmm. Don't do that. Don't do that. Hey, hey do that. honest to God, Truth, he had too much success to talk like that, man. He don't did. Don't you worry and, about and it, bitch. I know somebody like it. He liked it. That's right. Well, and Dawn then, didn't like it. Fuck you. Know, you know. <laughs> no, she, and it was trash, man. He shouldn't have said it. Nah. Well, everybody say what they're going to say. But, yeah. Um... Speaking of people saying what what they, whatever it is that they're going to, to say. Random-ish. Uh, tonight's random-ish is brought to you by 1970-something. Go and pick you up a bottle. They got a, uh, you can order online now. It's not through Drizzly or anything like that, but talk about a smooth, smooth alcoholic beverage. It's yours to keep if you buy it, that is. Um, so with tonight's random ish, we, we turn our attention to television series. Um so you gotta rack and stack these in order the way you see them. Power, oh, no. Power Snowfall, and the wire. Rack and stack them bad babies. Who wants to go first? Really? Y'all, y'all scared. No, full disclosure. <laughs> okay. I've only seen two episodes of Snowfall, so... Hey, we ain't gonna be mad at you, you know what I'm saying? Duh. But what I saw was incredible. What I saw was incredible. Fuck y'all. Sorry. <laughs> 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 Too much yeah. to stream, y'all. I got kids. <laughs> yeah. Man, you know you be watching episodes of Friends. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, sir. Hit him with the friends, son. No, sir. Living single. Living single. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah man. Look at when Living Single was uh first aired. Oh yeah. That and was, look at friends. That was us all day. Yeah, man. Um so that, no, that's fine that you've only seen two two episodes of it. I mean mm-hmm. I mean it's you can tell that it's a good a, a good show. That's um, incredible. Power was power was amazing. So for me, I'll go first. 
you had The Wire, number one, Power, number two, Snowfall, and Power. Ooh, that's a, I mean, this it's a tight, tight race with them, but I'll, I'll put Snowfall uh, number three. I know for fact CB is a huge uh, Snowfall fan. So how would you rack and stack this, CB? Well, I'm going to tell you, man, um, Snowfall is dope. Oh, man. No pun intended? Huh? No yes, pun intended? Yes. No pun intended. No right. pun intended. Yeah, that's a good Snow one. is code for cocaine, everybody. You yes, don't know. Yes, <laughs> yes, you didn't know. Um, exactly. Yeah. And um, power, man, I'm telling you, Tommy is one of the greatest uh, characters ever written in the genre. You know, I, I really do think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I had to rack and stack them, mm-hmm. and there's a reason. I will put power at number three. Okay. Snowfall at number two. And The Wire is the greatest um, TV show for that genre that I've seen in my entire life. Okay. Okay. It, it, because The Wire covers every aspect of aspect. corruption. Yeah. Aspect of corruption in the city of Baltimore. Yeah, dude. Yep. It Every because I yes, and I remember the season when they were on the docks, and I'm like, "How in the hell?" I just, yeah, yeah. The know, first episode, then, it was like, "What, yeah, they what doing? the fuck is this? Yeah. What are they doing?" But you know what? They brought it together. Everything it. ties into everything. Yep. And um, it, and and it brought me back to growing up in Philly. Um, just a lot of Baltimore's, a lot. Uh, it's just like Philly. You know, and I think Snoop, one of the greatest characters in that series. Oh, Omar. Oh, my God. Um, Omar coming. <laughs> Omar coming. You know, McNulty. Um, my boy. What's Griggs. Bubbles. I mean, Bubs. Oh, my God. But it, it uh, what's his face? Uh, uh, Wendell Pierce's character. Um, Bub. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, the Bunk. Bunk, bunk. bunk, thank yeah. you. Bunk Morley. Yeah, it, it, it is so thoroughly what? researched, thought out, and and they use a lot of people from Baltimore in the uh in the series. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, give it so, the authenticity. Authenticity. So that's like for that genre, one of the greatest TV shows to ever hit there. In fact, I gotta hit it, man. I, it's, I got to go on a, a sabbatical and just watch one through six. <laughs> you that, know, yeah, it's just, one of them things you wish you hadn't seen it all because it's like, dang. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's it's almost like because you went you went from The Wire and I think Game of Thrones started picking up and everything. So you're like, oh, HBO got it going on because mm-hmm. this is, you know, you got the fantasy in and then you got you got the uh, the dramatic cops and, and, and it, the cops are dirty. <laughs> mm-hmm. the drug dealers are dirty. I got to interrupt. Okay. I have never seen none, none of them three shows. Really? Okay. You go I back. haven't watched any of them three shows. <laughs> you got a lot of work hey, to do. Hey, hey, Let's hey, hey, you, hey, hey, hey. So don't be talking too much about them because I might pick them, pick up. When Power was out, I was watching. What was the other one that was on Fox? Oh, uh, that bullshit, um, Empire. 
First of all, don't talk about oh. it like that. <laughs> like you it, couldn't even remember the name. Like you couldn't even remember the name of it. You won't stress in that. Exactly. I was watching that. I was watching that. Nick, until you watch The Wire, bruh. You ain't got no card no more. Nope. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't watch the wire. You don't need to watch no You ain't got you ain't got no card, bro. Shit. I am the card. I am the card. Oh, you know what? You know what? He, I, I think I think he has a point, and just because of that point. We, the white delegation, are very proud to announce our pick this year. This year. This year. Hey, out of the three, you had had to have watched The Wire. Yeah, that's a. Mm. You had yeah. Hey, that, hey, 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 that is your homework. <laughs> Look, well, you can't come back on the show until you've seen The Wire. <laughs> You can come back on whole first season. <laughs> we just, <One> little, <laughs> we just ain't gonna acknowledge you. That's right. We're gonna keep his microphone on mute. Shit. Season a week. I got something. To... Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna let you finish, but you need to watch the wire. <laughs> no, dog. Yeah. yeah, dog. I can't believe that. I should. Oh, I should man, mute. Pray for you. Look, I should mute him right now. <laughs> You can try. Okay. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Say right sorry. Now. Hold on. I'm sorry. What's that? Oh, he, <laughs> muted, he muted himself. <laughs> why, why would I be watching these TV shows when I'm out on the grind? Uh, You got a phone? I ain't got time to be watching no TV shows. You got a phone. And I like comedy. Oh, it, I prefer oh, syrup. That's funny. what he said. The wire that. is funny. <laughs> the wire is funny. Syrup. While y'all was talking about putting warm syrup on your pancakes, I was on a grind. Man, you, hey, stop playing. You took a plane ride? You took a plane ride? Ooh, speak. Speak. Because you could download it on Hulu on your iPad or whatever. Bam. Okay, that's not very gangster. No excuse. Let me download it on Hulu <laughs> on my iPad. <laughs> that is gangster. Gangsters don't have iPads? Yeah, exactly. Gangsters don't have iPads. Yeah, that's a lie. Well, Gangsters not it, have iPads. Hey, hey, hey. Okay, there's a wire question you got to ask. All right? mm-hmm. I got to answer. Next show, why did Stringer Bell tell them to rip them phones out of the project? <laughs> Come on now. Oh, yeah, he, he doesn't know because they ain't seen it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just ain't got time to be watching that, man. I'm too busy on my grind. No, that's good. You, you that's gotta, good. Like I said, you got a phone. First of all, y'all got government jobs. Uh, who? Who? Y'all. But <laughs> <laughs> well, how long the wire been off the air? Exactly. He tried to dog. We was out in the desert watching uh, the wire. While you was on that, I was fighting war. Hey, I'm, I'm sorry. Did Aries say who? Next week, next week, next week. Mm-hmm. Next week. I'll go next. Y'all talking about the wire. I was living the damn wire. I was yeah. really sitting down mm-hmm. in the cubicle. Okay. Yeah. Ken. Go ahead, Ken. He, <laughs> he don't mute him. Okay. <laughs> Everything the CB said about the wire, I'm not going to rehash story building, the world building, the introduction of the characters, the development of the characters. Bar none. Like, I had white teachers talking about The Wire at my job. Like, oh my gosh, it's so good. 
Guess who their favorite character was? Snoop. Guess who their favorite character was? Snoop. No. No. Stringer. Hey, real, real quick, real oh. quick, y'all. Hey, have y'all have y'all read the post from Nike talking about uh, John John Morant? Oh no, what they say? He's the greatest ever, and we're gonna keep. <laughs> no, no, no. Look, look, Nike statement on John John Morant. We appreciate John's accountability, and that he and that he is taking time to get help he needs. You know, if this was anybody else, you know, you know, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say anybody else because they did back like Kaepernick. You know, but it's just kind of funny that they clipped somebody else's wings a little fast, didn't they? What did he do? Mute himself? I think he muted yourself. Oh, sorry about that. No, no, look, no, no, they, they, I mean, they're applauding, they're, 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 look, they're applauding him, you know, it's talking about getting help he needs, you know, not what, you know, and it makes me wonder, it's like, okay, are you guys now going to feed, and of course they are, I mean, this is, this is what they do, money, you know, money, but like money, feeding, money. yeah, feeding off that, he's getting the help he needs. He's getting help he needs. He's taking days away from work. He's getting help he needs. What are you talking about? They know something that everybody else knows. He's getting counseling for this? I guess so. They have a good PR team. Oh, there they that do. Was great that was a good move. That was a good move. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to see how it turns out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they support the prioritization of his well-being. Like, man, look, Nike just gave him like how many pairs of Marantz did they just they just make? They better say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't want the uh, same thing that happened to Adidas with uh, someone else. Ooh. Yeah, too invested, too invested. Ooh, ooh, Lord Voldemort, whose name we shout not. Oh, I can say his name, Kanye, whatever he wants to call him. Uh, his mama named Kanye. <laughs> I'm a call. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> I definitely will not be calling him Jesus. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's not. No. All right, go ahead. Rack no. and stack so, your joint cone. Yeah. Hit him, So, Ken. The Wire, top top of the pot, mm. top of the terror, top of the table, whatever you want to call it. Um, If you want to realize why, rewind the show. Second, Power. I love Power when it first came out. One, because it was the antithesis of Empire. Um, <laughs> Yeah, awesome. <laughs> I agree. I agree. It was Empire with some balls. Bam. Empire was what? With some balls. Empire with some balls. Yeah, I'll say that. And just the way that it began. Like, you know, the club scene, you know, he comes through and all of a sudden Tommy's outside, yo, I got something you need to handle. And dude took off his suit jacket <laughs> and handled his business <laughs> and put it back on and act like nothing happened. Nothing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and and and, and I, I don't mean to interrupt you. No, no, yeah, no. Go ahead, please. Empire was network TV prime mm-hmm. time. Yeah, true. The power was stars. They can do what they want. Anything. And can we also talk about the theme song? Oh, oh my god! Oh, yeah, yeah. Out. Yeah, yeah. Any, hey, anytime you cause such a controversy because of a change in who sings your intro, you know you're doing yeah. something right, man. Real mm-hmm. talk. Yeah. People was like, what? Now they got him singing it? Oh, no, whatever the job. Mm-hmm. Like, that's when you know. They ain't talking yeah. about the show. They, they pissed off about who got changed on the singing of the intro? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's actually yeah. what got me hooked. Like, anytime I hear a good song, I'm just like, oh, what the fuck? Okay. Oh, oh. And, and then I then checked little, it out. 
that little piece so you know Tyree. Tommy like the whole entanglement with him it's a prior history with um Angela. entanglement oh yeah yeah it was that's was an entanglement yeah. how his wife handled that situation <laughs> as she went from one way to smack smack yeah. you know my only regret is like I couldn't get into the splinter groups like the um the Ghost, the whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. The reason I'm laughing, y'all, is because not because the show is funny, it's because someone <laughs> is posting memes. <laughs> you know what, though? The Splinter, the, the what was it? The, what was Fitz's Power, character? Uh, what was it? Ghost was the other one? I didn't see that. Um, I didn't watch the Ghost joint. Um, I didn't get it because we moved from Florida to Seattle. So, like, then man. what was uh, the one with uh, Kanan? I did Kane watch that one. That, that, looked that one was yeah. fire. That looked thorough. Oh, it was yeah. good. One that nostalgia feel to it. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But anything, like, I had, you know what? I'm going to tell you right now why I started dropping off with power. It was because I could not stand Tyreek. Now, that that was a piece that was a, a, a masterful yeah. piece in, in TV. Everybody, for like a, a six-episode stretch, hated Tyree. Um, it's you, that's the sign of a great actor. If you can make somebody hate you, no, no, yeah. the writers, the writers take credit for it, and I don't like, I don't like any kind of, I don't like. Did you any ever watch Game of, of Thrones? Nah, did you nah, watch Game of Thrones? I sure didn't. Okay, then I, you go on show talking I, about that. Yeah, but I'm like this. I'm not a fan of shows where, um, they have children going against their father. I, oh, I, I, I just. I just don't like yeah. I don't like stuff like that, right? And then he did it in such a way where it was just like, dude, you have forgotten everything that this man has done for you. And you want to call somebody despicable and you know, this, that, and the third and look down on them. Like you would not be here. We often say, um, you know, that the that the it's the woman's child, you know what I mean? This my child, whatever, whatever, whatever. You know, you'll hear a woman say that. But let let us not forget that part of that human being that's walking around came from somebody's balls. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But well, this, you just put it for me, cuz. But he, look, but he's writers of words on paper. The actor that brings that to life on screen no. says those lines, gets on your fucking nerves. Yeah, but the, somebody wrote those. My thing is this: I don't, I don't think he's a bad actor. I just don't think that all that can be put on him. I think a lot of it is the writing and people are okay with writing something where the son goes against the dad and talks all kind of shit. You know what I mean? It's just like, how is that? How is that cool? Like, why is that? And then it is commonplace. That's just not like specific to power. It's one of those things that's just like put out there constantly. And it's like, nah, because I'm going to tell you right now, real talk. If I was to sit there and say the stuff, that he said to his dad, I wouldn't be doing this podcast right now because I like I'd be gone. I'd be looking down on y'all from heaven, saying I'm, yeah. giving, I'm giving a demonstration <laughs> what my uncle be doing right now. <laughs> that they doing good things out down there. <laughs> 50, 50 shades of black slapped off me. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. You're right. Like no, nah, right. like that's and, not and, cool. And, and I'll tell you that that scheme is working so well. Um them casting Method Man and Power Book Yo. 2. Oh, my meth man got a whole new level of respect. Oh, that. yeah. He got brought yeah. back. 
Yeah. And number three is God's Snowfall on my list, by the way. Hey, you got homework (laughs) with that one. Handle that, handle that. Uh, King Dino, what say you? Rack and stack. Um, Haven't really checked out Snowfall, but I do like The Wire. Um, You know, I just, you know, it's a world that that I don't come from. And I think that it gives a view that makes you think, you know, what is, what is it like? You know, I, I think they, I think they do, a, and especially from reading about it also, you know, and hearing other interviews, you know, kind of, you know, listening to some, Hey, this is what it really is. And, you know, there's something about a, a show that, that kind of shows the realities of the world, man, what people really go through. I, I think, I think that that's, um, uh, to me, that holds a lot of, that has a lot of value. So I'm gonna have to go with that. Cool. Oh man. Okay, yeah, Dr. Brooks hasn't seen it, so he's he should be still muted, so that's a good thing. Um, <laughs> he's not allowed to talk for the rest of the show. Trying to speak hey. in sign language. Hey. Some, hey, look, he is Dr. Brooks. He learned, a, he learned sign language last past 20 years. You know what? He learned it like old girl learned it. That one lady that got it all in trouble. Or oh, what about the one dude? That was at Mandela's. <laughs> Mandela's oh yeah, that, that's how that's that, that, exactly. Yeah. My man was my man was mm, up I don't know. Time. I don't know. No, you know what was funny about that? And they got it got mentioned too. It was like he was he was signing for somebody, and then they said, <laughs> "Hey, can you stay on?" You know. So then he was signing for everybody else. Now, mind you, there were all these different languages. <laughs> And he was signing for everybody. <laughs> so that's how he got that's how he got caught up, man. Because he, he was just he made up shit for everybody. And they speak in other languages. Like how, hey, how do hey, you do that? Hey, hey. Like, bro, you do death, not speak Swahili. Think about the deaf person there that's looking at him going, <laughs> What the <laughs> fuck is he saying? He saying? <laughs> so what about my mama? What's that about my mama? <laughs> Exactly, That's man. Cool. That's you know, crazy. You don't do what? <laughs> you know, deaf, deaf people in different languages is pissed off at him. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. well, here's the thing. That's the thing. That junk is yeah. it's a sign is like a universal language, right? So it's, no, yeah. no. So it's different I, I, languages I in sign. I, I think there's a lot of like like when you look at it in a the whole, there's a lot of similarities, but it's not the same. It's not mm-hmm. the same, but you can if somebody's mm-hmm. signing, you can pr- get the the basic gist of what they're saying. Some right? of it, okay. But I tell you, the deaf people was mad as hell watching that bullshit. No, dude, I don't know why. That just remind me of that episode, <laughs> that episode of the Boondocks when uh when when my man was when Riley was supposed to be a special needs kid. Oh god! And he was like exploiting it. I have no idea why that just reminded me that when when Zeus busted up in their house, you know, talking about strawberry milk. I have no idea why that just reminded me. I'm about to go watch it. Oh gosh, really? <laughs> yeah, that is so wrong. For that dude be signing like a, like just taking advantage of people. Yeah, yeah. Man. Well, well, damn it, man. I I think that's uh. I think that's about it. If if no one else has anything left to say, that wraps up just another episode. Dude, am I the only one that's like four drinks in? Bro, I've been, yo, you, did you see the cup that I had? I did not, sir. This is rather large. Rather large and in charge. Tell them large Marge sent ya. 
Oh, we know. We just stop. Pee Wee's biggest. No doubt. Pee Wee's biggest adventure reference. Yeah, it is. Uh, Word. We gonna continue talking, but that's gonna end this this episode. Somebody unmute Doctor Brooks. No, don't do it. Don't do it. (laughs) Man, you gotta do it. This has been another fine episode of All That Ish. Follow us on Instagram, fanbase, Facebook, and Twitter at All That Ish underscore official. And give us a call at 757-504-0829. This episode has been brought to you in part by Little Jesse's Hot Dogs. They taste great all up in your mouth. And Strawberry Milk. It goes in pink and comes out... Well, you know. Enjoy. Take care.